With us today is Frank Reynolds, local business owner and a man with a harrowing story. That's right. A few days ago, three thugs tried to mug me. Now, I want to be very clear about something. Um, Mr. These pieces of garbage, you don't know who Mr. the hell they're dealing with. Excuse me. Do you think maybe you could eat that sandwich later? I'm starving. Uh. Yeah, yeah, nothing to eat in this show. Let's get back right. to the Right, so, so these punks, Yes. I don't know if they wanted money mm-hmm. or they wanted something more sexual. Wow. But it's a lucky thing I had my pieces. Your, your pieces? My gun. Oh. Hi. Anyway, I started blasting. Wow. I don't see so good, so I missed. Then they ran away. I ran after them. Okay. Bang! Try to shoot them in the back. But I don't want so good either. Anyway, you guys all think I'm a hero, and I'll accept that responsibility. Now, were you concerned, though, that an innocent bystander may Look, have... crime in this city is out of control. Mm. Thank God I went down to Gunther's Guns and picked up a spare. I don't think one would have done it. I'm going to go out and buy some more. Okay. And I think you should, too. Don't be a victim. It's time to fight back. Look at all these maniacs, goddamn bloodthirsty freaks right. walking in off the streets. So easy for anybody to just waltz in and buy a gun. Let's do it. Let's buy assault rifles and just prove to Mac and Charlie how easy it is. Oh, we're going we'll to. We're going to. Hi, how are you, sir? Hi, I'm uh, Gunther. What can I do for you? Oh, Gunther himself, purveyor of destruction. I would like to buy a man destroyer from you, please. Yeah, nice to meet you, Gunther. Hey, maybe you could recommend something that could blow a hole through an elephant, you know, because I need that for my home protection. Yeah. I guess you're looking at an AR-15. Oh, look at that. Yeah, that's great. Now, theoretically, Gunther, would I be able to slaughter a room full of innocent people with that weapon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brother, that'd be on you. That would be on me, wouldn't it? Right. Yeah, that wouldn't be on you. But here you all. go. But here you go. But here you go. Okay, great. We'll take one of those, <laughs> yeah, please. we got it. How much would that be? Uh, that's $1,500. Woof. $1,500 for the privilege. Okay. Hey, what is your uh, what is your return policy there? 30 days, no charge. Oh, 30 right. days. Sounds okay. fair. My goodness, Dennis. This feels good. Feels good in my hand. <laughs> oh, good. My kids are I safe. I saved everyone. I see, yeah. My yard's protected. So, of course, it feels good, you know, but that only proves our point even more. We'll take two of these, Gunther. Yeah. Great. I'll need your licenses for the background check. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's... You can drive. You can kill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Look at this. Oh, God. Oh, shit. I love this guy. A bit of a local lightning rod in this gun debate. Exactly. Gun sales have skyrocketed. We're running out of guns, and we have to manufacture more guns. Supply is not meeting the demand. Can we Can we cut? Will, will my hands look this small on the screen? Uh, we're alive. I thought the camera would add 10 pounds to my hands. I don't like the way they look. Your hands look fine. Put them down. This is Jack Kelly. He's my attorney. He specializes in constitutional law. Our rights are being infringed upon, and people like my client won't take it anymore. The Constitution guarantees our Second Amendment rights. And these liberals like Al Gore, they're trying to take that away from us with this global warming bullshit. So uh, you, you see the two issues as related somehow. Damn right. The government of today has no right telling us how to live our lives because the government of 200 years ago already did. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. They also protected us from tyranny against the seizure of tasteful artistic photographs of beautiful bodies. Not now, Jack. That same government wants to come into our home, tell us what is and what is not art. That's not right. Okay, well, I'm going to try and uh, keep things on track here. Yeah, get out and get those guns before they run out. And the government changes the laws. These idiots are buying this? It's crazy. What is going on? That was fast. You've been denied. 
That's ludicrous. Why? It says here you have an extensive history of felonious behavior. <laughs> there have been incidents, sure, yeah, a few minor indiscretions, but, you know, I, I'm simply a person of interest in most of those cases, all right? And being wanted and being wanted for questioning are very, very, very different things, Gunther. And you've been institutionalized. Me? She, she, yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, one time for a short period of time, that, that was against my will. That doesn't even really count. It's the only time it counts, Dee. Okay, look, it was like a teeny thing that happened with a college roommate. It was really no big deal. It says here you burned her. I burned her. Yeah, I burned her. But <laughs> she was so annoying. I mean, it, she deserved it, okay? She was wearing my stuff, and she was copying me. And you were copying her. I was copying her. She was copying me. It doesn't matter. Look, I'm sorry, but... I can't sell you the guns. I can't sell you the guns. This is episode 115 of the Six Flags. Oh, I. There's harmony. It's always sunny. Uh, come in there with the the. So good, so good. I love it's always sunny. Oh <laughs> they really are good, and uh, catch them while you can because they're doing what they did to South Park and banning the offensive episodes. So you got to get the uh, pirate no. versions. All, all the episodes of Always Sunny where they recreate uh, Lethal Weapon and Mac yeah, is in well, blackface. I, all those are gone. I, and then the, they did the blackface ones. Yeah, I know. Those are all gone. Those are all, episodes are gone. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's, uh, is what it is. But, uh, it's, yeah. Anyway, this is the gun show part two. We're gonna try to stay a little more on topic than we did the last time because the last time we just... guns. So we're gonna talk about guns. Guns, yes, guns. yes. Well, why don't we pow, pow. With the Alec Baldwin stuff? Well, uh, perfect. I think I, I think didn't I say first person to bring up no, Baldwin it's loses? Topic. Okay. Oh, right. I didn't bring him up. Okay, thank God. Lose. I was gonna say it's <laughs> been it's been on the forefront of my brain for the past couple of days. Just particularly because I work in the entertainment. I think he was set up, honestly. Yes. Have you seen the girls' TikTok? Have you seen the girls' TikTok? That's exactly what I'm going to say. Because Ayatsi is... Who's set up? If I were to join the union, and I talked to my friend the other day who was in the union, and that's why I want to talk about it, because there is literally that. I always call it Yahtzee, personally. Yahtzee! Because you need to throw the right amount of dice to them instead. Yeah. Yep. But... I, I asked him while I was at work, and I was like, hey, what's your opinion on this? And he was like, there is actually no possible way that he was not set up. Because when you're on a film yeah. set, the possibility of having a live round and not a live round that's a blank on set is so on set is so possible. minuscule. It's minuscule if you're well, doing do your you job properly. If everyone's on, doing um, their job, okay. Well, what do you yeah. think about the the, the lady that he shot? Us? Have you? Have no, you, I don't. I've been like well, that I've was, uh, been surrounded. I've had a friend who was a PA. Yeah, and I had a close friend who was a PA, and so okay, or makeup. Okay, so yeah, well, I've uh, I've haven't worked on film sets, but. Yeah, my dad was a friend, PA. I called him Pop. He's a, a set builder and not a PA, but he does all the construction <laughs> stuff on sets. Oh, he's a member of the union. So I wanted his input. And he's like, there's no possible way that there was a live bullet like that on set unless somebody was trying to make Alec Baldwin, like, you know, ruin his fucking life. Yeah, make him look Actually, like the bad guy, that he's a murderer, that he, like, yeah. killed this woman. This woman had a Let's son. be honest, though. Alec Baldwin woman. is a piece of shit. I agree. I do not like Alec Baldwin. Yes, I he's love not a thirty. I had one run-in with him. But 
Whoa, he's a, whoa, he's wait, hang on, hang on. No. Stop the fucking what? presses here. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> you had a run. You had a run in with. You had a run in with wait, Alec Baldwin. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I was working for a nonprofit, and he came to one of our galas for Vocal New York. Shout out! It's like a nonprofit. It's um, and he was very rude at the gala. Uh, to everyone who worked there, the catering staff, the staff of the nonprofit, and everyone around him. It was like he was doing us a favor by being there. Yeah. Just like the Bill Cosby. That sounds about right. Yeah. He's full Yeah, he's just a piece of shit. He's an asshole. He clearly took advantage of scab labor after the walkout on the set that day, which is a whole other discussion in itself. Wait, what happened? What happened with that? Oh, right, right, my bad. had a strike since a couple weeks ago, and there was a walkout on that set that day, and he had already been hiring scab labor to replace the process. Oh, okay. So the person in charge of the bullets and that gun was not in the union. The union has confirmed that, which is a mess in Okay, that makes sense. That makes there sense. Okay, theories then, that somebody was trying to essentially make him look really bad. Set him up. Whether or yeah. not that, like, a union member had, like, put a bullet, actual bullet, into that gun. At this point, calling it a conspiracy theory isn't even unwarranted because there's no possible way that, like, it was just that much. Of there's never a time where calling something conspiracy theory is unwarranted. That's never happened. But the, uh, the okay, so here's the, here's the first thing. Did you see the uh, bring it back to Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Did you see the meme with Charlie with the red tape and all the uh, stuff going on with that regarding the Alabama? No. So the husband of the woman who got shot by Alec Baldwin is oh. under investigation. Okay. Is a Clinton lawyer that's under investigation for starting all the Trump-Russia bullshit, the DOJ is investigating Whoa. her husband. This is all connected. Holy shit. Well, it's all connected in the fact that the liberal elite in Hollywood are all friends with each other. They're all and BFF. And works yeah, in the show. entertainment industry. Um, and yeah, not, not only was her husband... <laughs> or, sorry. Not, uh, yeah, yeah. Not only was her husband the lawyer for this Hillary Clinton case, which makes Clinton look bad, also, at the same time, <laughs> and this is the one I love, the uh, the lady that Baldwin shot was in the middle of producing a documentary exposing pedophiles in Hollywood. Wow. And no way. Yes. And I can't remember. Holy that. shit. By that. Not surprised, yeah. Yeah. At all. That's true. I don't know why I'm like saying holy shit. <laughs> why do you think I keep, I am always adamant about staying in NYC versus ever moving to Hollywood? No, that makes Where? sense though. God. Oh my God. It's morally bankrupt over there. Well, it's yeah. It's like, I mean, I can't. I mean, I deal with comics. I work at a comedy club slash bar, and I deal with comics, and those people are soulless, and they're at the bottom of the totem pole in Hollywood. They really are. So, like, I can't even imagine, like, what higher up is, because they're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to Hollywood and, like, all that and being famous, and you're already soulless. So, God forbid, like, any higher up, like, you're a B-list actor or something, or C-list, or any of these reality TV stars. Yeah, I'm in a house full of actors. I work in the entertainment business myself and just like 
every other day. Do they go around shooting people with prop guns? Are all the actors just shooting people with prop guns? He holds a gun to my head, but that's a kink thing, so... Okay, so you enjoy the gun. Okay, can we go? Can we get into that if we're talking about guns? How it's a kink? Like some people have a knife kink and a gun kink. Well, I think it's all connected to like uh, non-consensual. Oh my God! Speaking of, he just brought me a steak dinner and it has pesto on it. I love you so much. Here you go. Guys. Oh, that's lovely. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's not your kink. Close no, the door. Not literally not. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, <laughs> sorry about all of that. Is it, uh, well, let's, let's go ahead and finish up the Alec Baldwin topic because that's, uh, probably the first thing to get out of the way now that we're on it. I think something shady was going on personally. I, but yeah, I'm yeah, prone I, to that. I, I'm I prone to that belief and by nature. That that's who I am. I saw the girl's TikTok. She's mentally ill. I saw her TikTok. She's like mentally ill TikToker. There's something wrong with the girl that was the scab laborer. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it was also weird that the, uh, uh, what is it? The Yakuza? <laughs> I was like, Good game, by the way. Um, everyone should be playing that game. It's so fucking fun. What Yakuza? game? Yakuza. The uh... oh yes, the video game. Yes, yo, oh my the god, video it's game. so fucking fun. The one that just came out. Like, yeah, the video game is non-stop. It's so fun. Um, yeah, I have like a really dragon. close friend who like gets like a he dragon. gets paid to play so video fun. games, and yeah. It's really good, I heard. But, alright, so Alec Baldwin, how do we wrap it up? He's an asshole. I don't think he's a murderer. I don't think he meant to shoot a woman. I think he's an asshole, and that's pretty much it. I think he's got so many Clinton operatives around him that Clinton operatives fucking loaded his gun with a real bullet and shot the people that were working on a pedo documentary and also the wife of the guy that's being prosecuted for Clinton's crimes. I mean, the, it's I didn't like, know that. See, that's I, I wild. I usually am very far away from conspiracy theories, quote unquote. But yeah, I believe that. I actually do believe that. I believe that he was set up mm-hmm. just from all of my friends who have worked on film sets. They're like, there's no fucking way that that wasn't put there on purpose. Yeah, these these headlines was like, it's a prop gun. It's a prop gun. Yeah. There's no such thing as a that's, prop gun. There's no such no thing. Yeah. thing. Yeah, it's a gun, and they put blanks or replica bullets into it. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. You can literally Google the precautions on Ayatsi online. They're all there. Yeah. Wow. The whole situation is just a clusterfuck, truly. Well, yeah, you can't just say prop gun because it's, it's a real gun, just with no yeah. bullets. That's why I didn't understand the headline. I didn't understand either. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, a fake gun? Like, what do you mean? And then I had to, like, look into it. It's, like, very misleading, just the way they word it the whole thing. Like, a normal person like me who knows. Um, you mentioned earlier, like, the shot that they were trying to take, where apparently he was holding the gun up to the camera. Uh, that would suggest that the director is in on it, which is also interesting in itself, which I doubt. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, wow. Okay. The shot that they were taking, if it were to hate, hit the cinematographer like it did, would have had to be aimed at the camera, which makes sense. Like, think of, like, the shot that they were, like, going for. Like, you look into the gun itself. and You're looking, fire. you're staring down the barrel of the gun, exactly. pretty much. That's, That's what we're looking for. That's not uncommon shot to do, but, like. No, it's not. Yeah, but just the entire setup is 
Fuck, it's so weird. I was gonna say, yeah, like when I when I saw that, I was like, what do you mean, Alec Baldwin like shot someone? I saw it trending on Twitter, and then I it was just the whole thing is fishy. It's weird. It gives me it's bad vibes. I don't trust it. Yeah, yeah. I was was trying to I was trying to come up with a penis joke too because it's like phallic Baldwin, but I don't know. I have, I got, I have some, I have some clips left over from the last gun-related episode that we did, which we did do. If anybody missed it, the uh, the gun show, Mint Salad made the artwork. Uh, it was all, uh, it was all such good artwork. Artwork. I was just staring at it. Such, I was gonna say, I was showing people. I was like, I want my boobs to look like this in real life. Same here. My boot, my tits like look I great want in that picture. Well, you actually can have insurance cover your tits. Insurance won't cover my tits, sweetheart. So, but that's a whole different discussion for another day. We're going to talk about guns and a gun king. Wait, what, 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 what? Well, no, if he wants to change, if he wants to change his like gender, like if he identifies as a woman and says no, that no, no, for his no, mental no, health. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, bigot. All right, listen to this. That you do not need to change. I'm a bigot. Gen- yes. You do not need to change your gender to get fake tits. I can be. I can self-identify okay. as a man slash dude and still get fake tits. No problem. I mean, like, okay, actually but- live your dreams. That's what I love. Actually, about I think it's this great. Tree and gender theory. It's just like fuck it. Do whatever you want. Love it. We stand. Um, before before we get too well, far into it today, I have to thank our executive producer who donated. Uh, it's the Lone Wolf from Madison, Wisconsin, sent in twenty bucks for today's episode. Uh, thank you, sir. The Lone Wolf from Madison, Wisconsin. You are the official executive producer for episode one hundred and fifteen of Abs in a Six Pack. If this guy, if the lone wolf is from Wisconsin, can he donate some cheese? Some oh mad God, good cheese. So true. Can they donate? Can he donate some really good cheese as well? Can you donate songs? some Midwestern friendliness to our New Yorker lives? <laughs> true. True. <laughs> oh, how's that? Sorry to interrupt. Anyway. I was, no, that was it. But yeah, was thank fun. you. That's fucking lit. Mm. Yeah. These uh, were $20, dude. That was great. Yes, that's, uh, and thank you. I, I, at least somebody appreciated my phallic Baldwin joke. Talking about wieners. Sir Spencer in the chat. Shout out. So can I just say, so since we're talking about guns, can I bring up like a very hot button trial that's going on? Obviously, I think we all know that it's the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. And if we're going to talk about guns, I feel like you have perfect. Like I feel, I I feel like you have to talk about it because like the whole thing is just, from the actual shooting itself to the trial now, it seems just like this is like a government operative. Like, this is like a whole uh-huh. CIA op. This is like, oh, was purposely so? planted. I think he was purposely planted. Now the judge is saying they can't call the two people shot victims, which, how do yo, you Yo, 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 I got guns. I'll hurt you. I'll take you down. I'm a dangerous thug. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. To me, it's just very strange to me the whole thing from him shooting people to the whole trial to him apparently they were saying that he got the gun with his stimulus money which how can you track that unless the gun was exactly twelve hundred dollars it was very weird well, wait, a minute, wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute at that point that's how he got the gun with his stimulus money what the hell i thought that was pre-stimulus yeah, they were saying that he I used his stimulus check from that. Trump. <laughs> oh, he's oh, yeah, he oh, I see. Okay, so he, yeah, he bought Trump his gun with stimulus. Trump bucks, mm-hmm. which is bad. But if he would have bought it with Biden bucks, yeah, with the Trump good. money. 
Yeah, fucking. It would be good. Yes, I don't know. Apparently, orange man bad. Orange man bad. Yeah. But the thing is, how did they know that he used that particular check? Well, did he just take the actual stimulus check to the gun store and give it to them? Like, I don't know how much well, that gun costs. Do I don't that. know if it was $1,200. Well, well, so I'm saying, I was going to say Barb's is that yeah, they would take evidence from his social media and what he was saying about okay. the stimulus. Okay, that makes yada, sense. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Um, but that's probably okay. a lot of people bought guns with their stimulus money. I mean, I, I don't read court it. documents. But I live in New York City. Why are you keep trying to read that word? So I can't. You a fag? <laughs> I, I, uh, I paid student loans, which is in and of itself sad with my Trump and Biden bucks. I wish oh, I could buy a gun. You. Yeah, I, you know, I, you know, I, did, I wish I could have a gun. You know what I, was, I did with my uh, Biden last night bucks? I was walking home I, and <laughs> with my Biden bucks. Well, yeah, I mean, it could be useful to have a gun. I, with my Biden bucks, I got Master Shake to do a bumper. <laughs> oh God! I paid. Well, dummies, you just wasted another. Amount of your non-precious time listening to abs in a six-pack. Uh, yeah, and Gilbert Godfrey too. Well, uh, okay. going on with like uh, guns as as a discussion with. I have uh, some gun house. clips that we. I I, uh, I know I tra- trailed off there, but I have some gun clips that we never got to. Also, I apologize if you hear my cat meowing in the background. She's gotten zero yeah. attention all day, so she's a little pissed. Yeah. Aww. I can't wait um, to get Yeah, so she wants to join in. She wants to join in on the gun discussion. Yo, do they make cat-sized guns? Can we I get shot guns a cat for Anne? In my dog. Why? What the cat? Did you kill it? Barbs, I made that up. That you know if I didn't cats had cat. guns, the world would end. We would, yeah, they would kill us immediately. They that would is kill true. us immediately. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is the stupidest idea I've ever had. Is, let's give my cats guns. They already try to kill me. Yeah. Ugh. They'd be like, I have the power now. Humans. I have more power. You're irrelevant. We're taking over the world now. What about police dogs? Do police dogs carry guns or no? Is that like that's like a legit question? I'm not trying to be funny or I'm not trying to be stupid. Like, do they, they are they teeth. strapped? Oh, never. They're really. primarily for sniffing. That? Sniffing and biting is what they're used for. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. I thought maybe like the officer had like a backup gun or something. <laughs> well, officers always have guns and tasers on them, Barb's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know interactions I, with them. Sure, um, my uh, grandpa and my uncle were sheriffs, so I come from a police okay, family, cool. So I'm a little familiar. Yeah, I say. That. Well, no, I just don't ever. I, I never get like arrested or like kind of like if I break the law, I don't get caught. So like I don't really know. Exactly. If they, the only cops I have, the only cops I ever meet are off duty that come to the bar and they don't carry their guns on them. Aww. Um, yeah, my uncle was a mounted police officer, so he worked directly with the animals, so. Okay, okay, work. <laughs> yeah, the dogs do not have guns. <laughs> hey, buddy, put that gun down there, son. I'm on a horse here, you see? Officer, lower your gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I fair enough thought that maybe they had extras on the, the animals. Sometimes I'm okay. like going to Times Square just so I can see if I can pet them, like, mounted police officer horses. <laughs> yeah, because they ride around Central Park. Like, you still see yeah. them around a lot. Yeah. So it's, so it's A-cab, so it's A-cab unless they're on a horse. Is what the uh, yes, exactly. I think it's. I think defund the police, but fund the police horses. I think that's what we're doing in New York. Yeah, they have jobs to do. Okay, the horses can stay. The cops have to go. 
The cops do have to go so they don't take up the entire line at the bodega every single. <laughs> That's yeah. short. Also, you're like oh, we need we God. the the worst. I mean, overall, I'm pro horse, but Bojack Horseman is overrated. Uh, I only watched like the first me on that. Season. I love that show. Yeah, you would probably. That didn't surprise me. Yeah, it's more um, <laughs> not even his stuff, but it's the stuff that they went to like his mom. <laughs> And the Alzheimer's arc that I was like, fuck, this is really good. Because my grandma died similarly, so it spoke a lot to oh, me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. <laughs> just a little trauma, you know. Just some yeah. trauma, you know. Yeah, you know, just, just watching just... your loved one just mentally disintegrate. Yeah, it sucks. Um, That's horrible. Anyways, gone. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Um, she was great, though. She was a great woman. R.I.P. R.I.P. Shirley. I, I don't I have Shirley. that many good crying clips, but that was sad, real sad. <laughs> Uh, so I just, just me yesterday. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, so so we we had a bunch of clips left over from the last show, which is why this show was arguably justified. You could say arguably. Um, shut up, crying guy. Uh, so we let. <laughs> Well, what I was going to say is that when it comes to tippers, uh, firemen are uh, better than cops. When it comes to tipping at a bar, firemen are better than cops. We talked about Amy Schumer and Chuck Schumer, who were cousins last episode, if you guys remember that. Yes. So, coming up after that... uh. I have a bunch of Pierce Morgan clips, and I thought it'd be fun to deconstruct some of these. Uh, the first one I got is Uncle Ted. Oh, I Ted. hate that motherfucker. Yeah, he sucks. The first one I got here is him interviewing Ted Nugent. What I want is the Second Amendment. We the people, free individuals to have the right to keep and bear arms for self-defense. Find fault with that. Well, I can find lots of fault with it. Name one. Well, the Let's reality is, it, well, well, you end up with what happened to Gabby Giffords in Tucson. Out of this that year. guy had gone through the cracks of the mental health system. That guy had How given all How could he be allowed to get a gun? Because he fell through the cracks, and he didn't, he didn't qualify to get a gun. He but fell through the cracks. The cracks of the mental health system. Everybody knew, all his friends, his family was afraid of this guy, but they didn't report it. Nobody, nobody reacted to it. When you see it. a guy like that, get open access to firearms because the uh, constitution that you subscribe so how, adhere to how so would much. You, how would you fix that? Well, uh, that constitution, that pesky constitution that you subscribe to so much. That little that thing, the constitution that grants oh, our rights in this country. I mean, it's easy That's to annoying pick... annoying little document. Yeah, it's easy to pick on Ted Nugent, but like when you hear people like this, like Pierce Morgan talk to him, you're like, that, uh, that constitution that you subscribe to nice. so much. And your, your, your constitution. <laughs> as if, as if you don't Seriously. have a fucking, like, Magna Carta and all sorts of exactly. laws, you as if England is it like a motherfucker. Because the fucking hate those. The constitution that you subscribe so how, adhere to how so much. You, how would you fix that? 
Well, I would certainly make it a lot harder for people like him to ever get near a firearm. And that's my argument with the gun lobby, is that it's always very, very aggressive. And even as you've just exploded with me, it's always a violent debate. And it's always like, I want the right to shoot anyone that comes near me who's threatening me. But it's always about that. This guy was unstable, but was able to go and get a firearm because they are freely available in this country. And that's where I have a problem with it. Were you born in England? I was born in England. Okay, are you familiar with uh, Ireland? I am. Is Maltov cocktails and C4 explosive, those legal in Belfast? They're terrorists. Are those, is that, are those items legal in Belfast? Well, I don't oh, know. he fucking well, did it. I'll, I'll no, he it. fucking did they're, it. They're banned in Belfast. Oh, my God. They're forbidden in Belfast. Oh, my God. This Anglo mother. Irish-American rage. Irish-American rage. For me to get a submachine gun in New York City Would you from some okay. paroled crack. Let me no, it's not. No. Oh no, that's God. that's a lie. Yeah. It's gonna take you like thirty-five minutes with traffic in the subways to get the gun. It's not fifteen minutes. They gotta stop lying. <laughs> Oh, it's come gonna on, Mars. To get it's going to take me getting upstate to go to a Walmart to get a gun in New York State. Seriously, oh. seriously, not in the... Th- well, maybe Staten Island. Can you go to, like, a Walmart in Staten Island? Like, Staten Island isn't Google? a part of New York City, and we know it. I mean, Staten... I mean, just to me... Well, I, uh, the thing is, I've been in a 5150 psych hold, which like was an involuntary psych hold in mm-hmm. college. So that stays on my record for up to seven years. So I can't even get access to a gun in Florida if I want to until that's yeah. off my background for seven years. Uh-huh. And I complete like a therapy program, which to me, that kind of shows that gun laws do work because a crazy person like me can't get her hands on a gun, even in a gun happy state like Florida. It goes back to that always sunny clip we did before the show. Yeah. Yeah, like D. That's literally me. Like, I'm D. uh, Like, when they run, like, Ireland? The fact that, oh my god, he responded, they're terrorists. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Well, if you, if you own a gun. No, wait. I I was gonna say, if you own a gun, you're a terrorist. But really, what Pierce Morgan wants to say is if you support people owning guns. Pierce Morgan. If you support people owning guns, you're a terrorist. That's, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, yeah. So I can't even support someone owning a gun like my pa- my parents are terrorists and I'm a terrorist essentially is what I'm saying. My parents my parents want to have a gun. Yeah, yeah. My parents want to have a gun to protect their home because they live in Florida. My stepdad's out of the house a lot. My mom wants it in the house to protect her home. So they're terrorists and I'm a terrorist because I support that decision. Wonderful. I love that. If you live, if you um something that's kind of unfamiliar to maybe Anglo's that are um. In their London style cities. Freedom. Uh, and, Freedom. Yeah. And they're judging the, the Irish. Um, have you lived in a rural area whatsoever? You need a rifle. A gun. You, you need a gun. Do. You need a gun. You do? Yeah. Well, not just because of people, because of wild fucking animals. You have to defend your livestock, your property. Like, Oh, there's such city privilege when it comes to the gun debate where they're like, oh, why would you ever need a gun of any sort? I'm like, you, you have never lived on a property where you have to, oh, is that your apartment buzzer? That's so cute. Yes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, uh, the, I, I'm not judging at all. I this just, is, I uh, this uh, is, uh, th- th- I'm so all sorry, these pieces. That is my apartment. That is the New York. Yeah, that that's is my a, New York I, apartment. Buzzer. Well, I, I like, um, got shuttled for a moment because I thought it was my buzzer. <laughs> 
Y'all need to y'all need to live. Yeah, in like a, they all sound the Y'all same. need to live in like real America where there's not a bunch of this kind of shit going on. Uh, Honey, I no, but the thing is, that's true. It is like city privilege. It's like liberal what, coastal cities where you're going to talk about gun debates. Where like, if I'm like on a if I'm on a crowded subway and someone attacks me and I scream, people are going to look. But if someone attacks you in the middle of a cornfield, there's no one there yeah. to help you. There's no one there to save yeah. you. Like you need a gun. Yeah. The best way to protect yourself you from getting raped as a woman is having a gun. That is my stance. If you don't like, if the best way to protect Whatever yourself happened against to rape good old fashioned bear as a woman. I have mace. true bear mace. Um, and also why are why are we mace. acting like only women can get raped I could get raped I'm rapeable okay yes I'm sorry that was very sexist of me men can get raped too by other men <laughs> I do, I'm a rapeable uh, appreciate that sentiment but I'm drunk you're a rapeable that, person like, on on the streets men have to worry less about getting attacked by other men if you're gonna look at the uh, recent going-ons in New York City it's been men punching women in the face and assaulting women. I'm sorry. Well, that's just good reason, policy. Like, <laughs> but the reason I would ever want to have a gun in this city is to defend myself against men. Like, literally tonight, I call my boyfriend on the way home to come to this podcast because I thought some guy was following me. Oh, that's me every you know? time I leave the bar. I straight up had yeah. someone on Sunday <laughs> uh-huh. who wouldn't leave the bar. He came back three times. And, like, the bouncer was like, no, you have to go. Like, no, she doesn't want to talk to you. No one wants you here. Like, you have to go. Like, you're being a creep. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to call the cops. So this guy comes back one more time. I'm not going to get home by Like, I had to get driven home by, like, uh-huh. the bouncer. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's wild. We are fucking wild. And we're not even taking a... Um, they're lunatics. They really are. Punching fucking women in Times Square and DeKalb and shit. Oh my god, it's been unbelievable. I was out with my friend the other day, and she got a call from her friend. Yeah, some guy in Times Square just punched me in the face. <laughs> oh my, see? And I'm like, god, for I wish situations. I had a gun with you to <laughs> shoot that motherfucker. Oh my god. <laughs> Like, what is, no, you laugh, you laugh, but you're right. Like, what is up with, like, these homeless fucking crackheads punching no, women in the face? Right. Yeah. yeah. They're going around uh, with that's a real thing that's been you guys, the, you guys, so weird. You guys have to get out of the big cities because that's retarded. Like, you if say that, that ha- but I'm not from if, a big city. If that I mean, happens, if that happened within 50 miles of here, that person would get shot immediately. I, uh, well, that's why and, I'm saying. You no, know, there's part of me like, that longs for those days of simplicity, but I have reasons that I'm I don't understand why know. more feminists aren't behind gun rights. Because if you really uh-huh. want, like, you want to, you want to protect yourself, you want to feel empowered, you want to be a woman in power, and like, you want to make sure yeah. no one fucks with you, have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just <laughs> yeah. to me. It's so the, I'm not gonna. Na- I'm not gonna name names, but somebody in the chat room asked if. The uh, woman that got punched sure, in the face the de- ca- the deserved cabin. it. So did Deser- the, oh, of course, did the woman the that got question. punched in the face deserve it? Genuinely, no. Okay. And I understand the meme behind it, but like, actually, these women are genuinely just waiting for their train, standing there, minding their own business in it. Well, someone tried to grab my left tit the other day on the platform. I was like on my way to an open mic. 
and uh, someone tried to graf- grab my le- yeah. left boob. I was like, what the uh-huh. fuck is that? All these people and homeless? He, like, yelled at I mean, all these people have to be homeless, homeless people, right? Yeah, he was homeless. This was a homeless drug addict. This was a homeless is, I'm sorry. Addict. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do we call them? Uh People experiencing houselessness? Is that the politically correct term now? Yeah. Unhoused, I believe. Unhoused, yeah. Yeah, unhoused. Yeah, Um, fuck that shit. I mean... Definitely. Living in the city is tough. Anuses are being violated! What's the deal if you're Wait, homeless? Oh my you god, was that the homeless? college girl who goes around and oh my god, I love I've, those TikToks. Yeah, no, so I saved a couple ISOs from that. Uh, Wait, I, am I the one who sent you this? Anuses are being violated! You sent me that one, yeah. Oh, those are so good. Uh, okay, um, so. But I, I, I genuinely do wish I had a gun in this city just so I could feel safe being alone. So I, I got some more. Uh, Pierce Morgan. This is all like you know. His un- uncle Ted. Is, him Ted. Just, is this just him? Is it? Is this him just shitting on America? Is this Piers Morgan just shitting well, on America? Uh, that's what it's like. Freedoms? Him and John Oliver. That's all they do. It's uh, James Corbin. They just too. shit on our. Yeah, yeah but like John they come Oliver here. doesn't call all of Ireland terrorists. That's true. Also, to generalize the whole wow. country, like Ireland, Jesus like Christ. as terrorist, like ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Uh, so. So Pierce, no, that Pierce, was genuinely, like, from a political standpoint, one of the most, like, wow, what the fuck is wrong with you things I've heard. Yeah, seriously. Day. Like, oh, the whole country God. Oh, my God. Oh, it gets like, better. Like, right? Oh, my God. So, so Pierce Morgan, uh, this, all, he did a series of interviews. The first one was with Ted Nugent. With he did Ted a series Nugent of interviews after Sandy Hook, which, you know... I'm not going to say this for sure because I don't want to get sued, but the whole thing was real sketchy on how that went down. Um, I don't want to get Alex Jones on that one, though. So, uh, but yeah, that shit was fake and gay. What do you mean, Alex Jones? Did he get taken down or something? <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> you can't have a bank account. You can't have a bank account what? because he questioned who... who yeah, he can't open questioned he can't Sandy. a bank account. I mean, Sandy, okay, they Sandy, won't let him have internet. Yeah, Sandy Hook was fucking uh, uh, military operation CIA shit where they killed a bunch of kids wow. and blamed it on some guy. But that's neither here nor there, and it's all alleged because I don't want to get sued. I, I, I don't disagree sued. with that, but I think people have the right, you know, as an American with their rights as a First Amendment. I'm a Constitution-studying queen. Uh, queen. They have the right to say that kind of shit. They have a right I mean, to I have I'll send you some documentation on that one, because that's... Uh, I just think it's hilarious that, like, he's been right about 99% of the things, but the one the thing that he was wrong about is you can't be wrong about is dead kindergartners. Like, oh, you can't and, and by the way, he wasn't wrong about that. He should not have apologized. The uh, hill that he's willing to die on is dead children, ain't it? That's just the yeah. Well, I mean, he. I mean, I don't blame him for retracting and apologizing his Sandy Hook stance, but he really wasn't wrong about it. Uh, it's a complicated thing. I understand that. I do. I mean, constitutionally, I, I he should be allowed to say whatever the fuck he wants. Exactly. Uh, but and the it, fact that, and the fact is that we're owned by corporations in this country. We are. We are. We, are. we have no freedom. Corporate America. We mm-hmm. have no freedom. It has nothing to do with the co- government, as in the Senate, been, uh, yeah, it, the House, and the presidency. Or the we Congress, are owned yeah. By our economy on, and the corporations, and Come what on, makes man. money and what loses money. 
Let's go, Brandon. Come on. Yeah, man. I was I was so blackpilled by fucking Dazier tonight. Jesus Christ. Come on, man. Oh, that hurt my feelings. So I learned about roaches. <laughs> I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I love kids jumping on my lap. Uh, okay, so this is uh, back to Pierce Morgan, the Sandy Hook believer, I guess is a good way to describe him. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he had Rob Lowe on. I know we brought this up on the last gun show, but we never got to the clip, so. Is Rob Lowe, Rob like, Lowe. a killer also? Oh. Rob Lowe is a Don't gun owner. for me. He's so hot. Did he shoot a He's prop a gun, gun as well? Owner? Oh, oh, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> There's tons, tons of guns. I've been talking about this uh, a lot recently. I've been talking about this. Sandy, I've been talking about this. Hey, uh, uh, I'm, I'm Piers Morgan. Uh, let's go back to guns. I've been talking about this. There's tons, tons of guns. I've been talking about this uh, a lot recently, particularly since Sandy Hope, but also before that. You're an independent, uh, politically, in many ways, but what do you make of the, of the gun debate? And I'll tell you why I ask, because in Britain, it's not a political thing. Never has been. It's right. never been left or right. Right. It's more of a human reaction to when these things happen. Right. We've got to do something. Why is it so political in America? Well, it's it's a part, I think, of how our country was formed. We did have to take up arms to form our our country. So to get rid of us. To get rid of I didn't want to say it, but if you're <laughs> if you're gonna bring it up, yeah, to get you guys out. <laughs> I like that already. Uh, well yeah. <laughs> Fuck England, fuck Great Britain, fuck the monarchy. Right here. We so need guns to get in our these fucking... Um, That's why look, you're calling uh, Ireland terrorists, too, because I wanted know, to get um, rid of you, too, you motherfuckers! Because you colonize and rape the shit and brutalize the shit out of them. They can oh. take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! It's in our constitution. Oh, um, baby, that's true. Scotland. Uh, Where's Ash? You know, um, <laughs> I'm gone a lot. <laughs> Should we talk about that? Uh, briefly. Okay, uh... I'm so excited to talk to her tonight. I'm every, so every... I don't know, she said... She, uh... Actually, I got it... I almost screenshotted it and sent it to you, but I didn't. But I said, uh, you're still invited to come on part two of the gun show with Meep and Barbs. And she messaged me back and said, I do love Meep. And that was the last I heard. Did she really say that about me? She did. I'm oh. gonna cry. <laughs> Say that she me. did. I, 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 I'm not a guy that screenshots DMs typically, but uh, I'll, I'll have to send that one to you. I mean, she. I don't know. So she, sweet. She bailed. She's bailed on me like twice, where she actually was confirmed to be on the show at this day at this time. So I like oh. now my hopes are so like low that I'm just like eh. But I hope. I mean, maybe- I mean, it is like 4 a.m. in Scotland to be like. Yeah, but I'm talking about shit from a year ago because I'm petty. Oh, I know. You are. You told me all about um, this. But, um, I know how to keep them. I was excited to have her on the show tonight primarily because um, she is a past American gun owner. I like that. Yeah, no, she's had like... I've seen pictures of her. I've yeah. seen pictures of her with um, assault rifles. When she was... When she was selling them, I thought about, I was going to buy them, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, I live in New York City. I can't own those. Does she own head um, own guns? Because she's in New York City, too. I, uh, weren't you the one that sent me the video of her and Blair White shooting guns in prep for the show? Well, there's a difference between... Oh, I love Blair White. Oh, I love Blair White. You know Blair what? White has, like, Part pink guns too. and shit. Uh-huh. I love Blair White. 
my Chu and Chu and Blair are both Chu Blair and Ash. I would get both. a drink with her. Yeah, they're friends. They're all no, but I was gonna say Chu Blair and Ash are all three. Like I put them in the same category as like uh uh what's a good way to put this? They're all with realistic um, opinions. Yeah, they're all like uh based e girls. Yeah. Nice. Based. Kids. Um, and speaking of based, here's <laughs> uh Roblo. I if I have two kids. Um, I know how to keep them. They're in a gun safe. How many do you have? Them. Uh, I have three. What types? I don't have an assault weapon. Right. That's true. So you have handguns. Exactly. Right. So, so I have and, the... and I'm a sportsman. You right. Know, and, and I shoot skeet. And I grew up in the Midwest. So that's skeet, a part skeet, of, of my culture. So I understand them in a way that perhaps people living in more urban areas don't have that history. But I totally understand why you would do that, why you think you have the right to do that under the Second Amendment, and I have total respect for it. You want to defend your family and, and do some hunting or shooting or whatever it may be. I just don't get the assault weapon thing. I don't get why responsible gun owners in this country aren't rising up together and saying, you know what, they have no place right. in a civilized society. Let me ask you, because I know you've been really leading the charge on this. I, I haven't heard anyone articulate to me what would really be the problem with an assault weapons ban? We've had it before. Mm. Um, you had a kind of woolly ban. It had so many exemptions. To it. Right. And, that's, and that's the issue. People say... Well, if you leave hundreds of thousands of them still on the streets, it's not a ban. I mean, in Britain, when we had our Sandy Hook at Dunblane, yeah. there was a national ban on handguns and assault weapons. When we had and our Sandy Hook. taken away. If you were found our with one... Sandy Hook, yeah. I was Sandy Hook, yeah. What is that? When we had our Sandy... Uh, let's do that again. When we had our Sandy Hook at Dunblane, right? Hundreds of thousands of them still on the streets. It's not, it's not a ban. Dunblane. I mean, in Britain, when we had our Sandy Hook at Dunblane, yeah. there was a national ban on handguns and assault weapons, and they all got taken away. If you were found with one... You were sent to jail. So they literally came and took them wow. away. But this, this this word confiscation causes mass terror yeah, people don't, in America. Yeah, it, you I, are I, not yeah. taking my guns. Yeah, no, people people don't like it. Yeah, no shit, people don't like it. Um, uh, I, I, you know, Roblo could have gone I'm realizing something about Great Britain that they don't have to um, put into their brains versus the American. Great Britain's been in doubt. Yeah, I studied abroad in Dublin. I was not allowed to carry a knife. And that's the EU, so it's a little different. Um, but I was Wait, I, I'm, gonna hear, I'm curious culture. to see the gun laws in Poland now, because, like, my Poland family's Polish. I have a dual citizen. Ooh, a Slav queen, we stand. Um. Yeah, I mean, they're part of the EU, but I want to know what they're like. <laughs> yeah, because I have a dual citizenship. I want to know, like, what they're... Its stance on gun is they're very conservative, so I'd figure they'd Extremely allow Extremely different from the rest of the EU, so if you're researching it, it's going to be very different. But when I was in Ireland, I wasn't allowed to have pepper spray or a gun. The Garda probably wasn't going to pull me aside and be like, oh, what are you carrying? Because I'm a little white woman walking home from school. Um, yeah, 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 with like a little backpack But you're, on you're really not allowed care. to have weapons of any sort say? in England or in the EU. What? What am I trying to say? What are you trying to say? So if you uh, if you would have been so you're saying if you would have been a little uh like Mexican woman that you would be allowed to carry a gun or wouldn't? 
Probably I wouldn't have been. Interesting. Poland actually has... It's more about being a little woman, but the fact that I was a little white woman walking around in Ireland and I didn't well, look Middle Eastern or like a refugee yeah, or as an immigrant. An immigrant yeah, way. like if you didn't look um, like an actual... Like you didn't exactly, look like an immigrant. Exactly. Oh, Barb, you're right. You're I, right. I don't mean to get off on a tangent, but speaking of immigration, I was on uh, Behind the Schemes as a guest the other day with mm-hmm. two guys from Japan. What? Oh, Nice. But in Japan, the Japan what they both they they do that podcast from Japan in Tokyo, and in Japan, to this day, even if you are a legal citizen of Japan and live there, you are only allowed to vote if you are a Japanese ethnically Japanese person. Yeah, and so what? I'm thinking I'm and I and they like, I, they, they told me the that and I. Uh huh. They, they told me that, and I'm thinking, and people are acting like we're racist for asking for ID to vote. No. Like, bro. No, we're not. What? Um. It's like you have to actually be ethnically Japanese to mm-hmm. fucking vote in Japan, and nobody's uh-huh. going like. Did they check your bloodline? <laughs> I think they, they can, just. Um, I think they just take a, a tape measure to they your eyes. Look at you. Um, the xenophobia <laughs> in Japan is so severe that they will look at you and be like, "Oh, you look Chinese." <laughs> Oh, you judge you for you're it. Korean. I, I, I you're am not. I am not even kidding. That is a thing. That is a thing. Yeah, like a- not actually, Sir Spencer sixty nine. I see you in the chat. That is an actual thing. Asia, their racial differences are crazy when you're <laughs> holy shit. It's crazy. But like, um, well, it's, it's, it's the same thing. On. Like, if Hold you on. if you what I was gonna say um, before I lose track of it about England is that with their gun control laws and worries about like corruption, it's so different from living in the United States because we're so worried about corruption in our history in a way that. England, as they've been related to the EU, has not had to deal with, and the fact that we have Amazon and all sorts of, like, corporations controlling us to where, like, yes, we need guns because we're constantly under threat from these rich, elite motherfuckers in a way that, like, England doesn't necessarily understand (laughs) having been there. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, that's just just wild. I mean, to me, I was just reading... Personal experience from, like, being across the pond. You lived there, because, like, yeah, you lived there. Like, you moved there and stuff. Like, they're worried about, The thing is, I'm reading about... ...and, like, shit, and we're like, oh, fucking Amazon is automating everything. Yeah, that's something a little different, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm reading about the gun laws in Poland now, and it's it allows it for hunting and for sports and stuff like that. But things they have they have no mass shootings; they're almost non-existent. And most gun deaths are suicides, not homicides or shootings, which is interesting to read because their gun laws are pretty yeah. relaxed. Like if you can prove that, like you need that, that, for training or collecting. That's across the board too. Uh, the the anti-gun people that say there's this many gun deaths, you know, and this is why we need to ban guns, when people make that argument, they usually neglect the fact that even in the United States, it's over a third of gun deaths are suicide. Suicide. Yeah, yeah it's self-inflicted. It's not yeah. like just people going out killing their neighbors or shooting mass shootings. 
Yeah. Like, it's we your are... people find a gun at home. <laughs> We're so suffering in this country, aren't we? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I think the last oh, two years, now more than ever, I would say, yes, uh, we've had it pretty good, but that uh, the party's kind of coming to an end, <laughs> I would argue. It really but, is. Uh, I was just talking about this with my roommates just today. Um, one of my thesis projects when I was in college was about the economic crash in the 1920s, and I'm like, oh, we're there. Oh, it's going <laughs> to be... We're at the precipice. Like, it's going to crash. Yeah, we ain't seen nothing bad. yet. It's going to get uh-huh. gnarly. It's about to it's get gnarly. It's going to get so bad. And yeah. I'm so very grateful I mean, the, the fact that we just printed... Um, I, had, I had depression grandparents who raised me how to take care of, like, a household during a depression. Like, I Same, so yeah. yeah my my parents... Uh, my, stashed my, up. Uh-huh. My grandparents uh-huh. were born, uh, like, 1908, so uh-huh. on my dad's side. Like, I know how to can vegetables <laughs> and fruits. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to use my skills. <laughs> I've been ready for this my entire life. But yeah, it's no, it's gonna get gnarly in the fact that we just printed. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we had less than three trillion dollars in circulation, and we printed seven trillion in less than a year. Means that within oh a couple of years, we're gonna feel the value of the dollar get cut in half. And it's horrible that yeah. both parties are just so responsible for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so Roblo. <laughs> Uh, this Sorry, is a part- we're, the, we're the worst hosts. We keep getting off topic. No, it's fine because like at ADD. least this time like, we didn't ADD start ADD talking about the it. vaccine. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. So wait, is Rob low? So did he also use a prop gun to shoot someone? <laughs> so like, Barb's I'm- every single actor in the history of history has probably Just- used a prop gun on set. There's no okay, such thing cool. as a That's prop gun sense. if you're actually mm-hmm. shooting it. So what- yeah. If there, the, if the, you are using a real gun that's loaded with either blanks or dummy bullets, if you are on set actually using a gun that you're going to hold, the only time, as far as I can tell, because I've looked into this, that you will be, be using a prop gun is if it's like a fake gun that's on your holster, like next, like you're, like, uh, on your side. You're not actually going to be using a prop gun if you're holding it. Anytime you're holding a gun to make it feel and look more real, it's going to be a real gun. It's just going to be unloaded. Sharky um, and the chat just asked why I use a real gun, and it's for the reason that you were just describing is that it always looks more real. And well, a gun, a gun without an actual live bullet meant to hurt somebody in it. <laughs> it's Saturday it's Night Live bullet. Hey! Oh my god, did you guys see Kim Kardashian's monologue? It was so fucking funny. No, I didn't. I really think it was actually, she's a, she's like, a, I do not she's watch a dumb SNL cunt anymore, for breaking up with funny. Kanye. She's a dumb cunt for breaking up with Kanye. She, she had such uh, a catch. They so didn't necessarily break up. Okay. I hear what you're saying, but, um, Kanye is such a catch. Was... Man. And he's he a is. genius. And they're, he's a genius. Well, he is a genius. they're still friends. I hope you know that. They're actually like amicable at this point. I'm a big Kardashian follower. It's one well, of yeah, my they um, guilty pleasures. They're, they're fine. Yeah. They have no harsh feelings towards each other. I would not have, like, negative feelings towards Kim in that divorce because, like, they're fine. They still support each other. 
So, anyway, I'm like, I'm, I'm like looking funny. at the chat, like ten minutes, like five or ten minutes after somebody will say something, I'll just catch up to it and just start. Cracking. I know. I'm, All right, I'm watching uh, the chat too. Uh, it's fun. Okay, I don't even Rob- see the chat, and I don't really even want to see it. Well, last I, I will say the chat is doing a little better than the last show. Last time we did the part one of the gun episode with the chat room, people were n- <laughs> people were getting triggered. It's probably because I wasn't paying attention to it. You know, I think it was like everybody was accusing both of you of being communist. I think that was probably. Um, oh, that's funny. Um, uh, but I'm just gonna say for the record oh, shit. that I am friends with a lot of communists on Twitter, but politically, I probably lean a little bit more social democrat. Like honestly. Oh, I'm drinking um Pinot Grigio right now. Well, I've had a lot of gin though. Um I but, am uh enemy but, of the people because I'm a libertarian, LOL. so I'm part of the problem. People oh, I'm a Barbs, people come on. I am part of the problem. Yes. I don't I I um I started libertarian before I became a lot more left wing. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. I'm Look at TJ Kirk over I'm here. I'm super pro worker, pro union. Like my grandpa was in a carpenter's union, and I just kind of inherited. That. Yeah, I see the way Con Ed and all the unions in New York how they don't work, and that's made me anti-union, which I know is going to give me a lot of shit in New York because I know a lot of blue collar unions. Totally. Workers, but honestly, all of them just sit on Snapchat and uh, on Tinder and lie all day, and they just like jerk off yeah. in closets and nap. So I mean, working in the entertainment <laughs> industry has made me super pro union because I've been. <laughs> Like abused a lot. Libertarian smell my my wiener. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. But but I feel like um, not libertarians, but a lot of conservatives can shake hands with like more left wing people, and that like supporting the working class is better for improving family life in it the is. United States. It is though. Yes, I think it absolutely is. We are not pro-worker in this country right now, and we are suffering for we're it. Not. And the fact that our divorce rates are so high, and nobody can afford to have kids, and it's just an absolute And most unions back. aren't standing up against vaccine mandates. But, you know but... No, you know what? To an extent, I, um, I understand your perspective, even though I have mixed feelings on the vaccines. I understand where you're coming from in that. Yeah, a lot of people in Nazi Germany had mixed feelings on the gas chambers. I understand. <laughs> I'm gonna literally come to where you live and I'm kick so your fucking so ass. I have huge muscles now because I've been going to the gym, and I'm gonna box you and kick your ass for that one. This is this. Is, uh, okay, all right, Rob Lowe, part two, ladies and gentlemen. Rob Lowe, finally. But as a gun owner, um, you would have no problem if President Obama said. I really want to push for these assault rifles in particular to be taken out of circulation. Look, I wouldn't because, I mean, I look, I like guns and I don't want to own an assault rifle. I wouldn't know what to do with one. I wouldn't know why I would want one. Um, I also see that if you're a law-abiding person and you bought it under the law, having it taken from you, I can see why people would have a problem with that. But if they don't do that, as you point out, it's not really a ban, is it? No. I, and I'm no uh, social anthropolo- anthropologist, but but I, I do think that the last thing viewers want is another Hollywood actor telling them anything about guns. Yeah, no shit. Con. 
He's right, but I would still fuck Roblo. <sighs> I'm really not a Roblo fan, honestly. It's not even I, like the rape that he committed. Okay. It's just, I'm not a fan. Wait, there's a rape thing with Roblo? He, like, had sex with, like, a 16-year-old when he was, like, high on coke. It was the 80s. Everyone was doing it. Like, it Okay, all right. Country. Let's calm yeah, down for a second. If it was the, if it was the 80s. Of David Bowie. If it was the 80s <laughs> and you're on coke. And they're 16. I mean, come on. I was not born in the 80s, but I kind of understand where he's coming from with that one. I mean, it was the 80s. I mean, let's go. Let's, I was born in 94, but it was the fucking 80s. I sort of do understand where you're coming from with that perspective. <laughs> coming from. Ayo. Uh, Ayo. Um, I, when I think of, like, um, <laughs> drug use and, like, the way I use drugs when I'm going out and I imagine, like, the rock and roll Hollywood lifestyle back then, I'm like, uh, are you really asking questions? Anyways, I'm not going to so put wait, myself so into such a deep so end. Um, well, I was, I was going <laughs> to say, as far as his career goes, outside of his sexual career, <laughs> his, uh, his, his Hollywood career... I'm thinking, okay, so you had him. He pl- remember when he played the deaf guy in Field of Dreams? No, not Field of Dreams. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that wasn't Field of Dreams. No, it oh. was The Stand. Stephen King's The Stand. That's what it was. Yeah, well, one of those baseball movies, whatever. <laughs> okay, so he played the deaf guy in The Stand. He was great in that. But then where Rob Lowe really won me over was when uh, in Parks and Rec. Once I like, he was great yes. in Parks and Rec. Fantastic. He was very funny. Uh, but yes, okay, so that was, uh, Rob Lowe on Pierce Morgan. Here we go. This is a absolute fucking classic here. This is, uh, everybody knows him, everybody loves him. This is Bill Hicks on Pierce Morgan. Anyone who's watched this show over the past few weeks knows I've taken a pretty strong stand on guns in America. It's on a scale of notice as supporters of gun rights, and it's led to a petition on the White House official website, no less. It's entitled, I quote, Deport British citizen Piers Morgan for attacking Second Amendment. <laughs> Take a look. More than 104,000 people have signed it so far. And joining me now is one of the people behind the petition, Alex Jones. He's host of the Alex Jones Show. Welcome to you. Is someone popping popcorn or typing really fast like Strongbed? Typing really fast. Wow. I'm talking about unions. Onions. Oh, I was going to say, damn, that is... <laughs> My keyboard. That should have been in your history books at school. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll read the chat while I play this next, uh, this next, uh, Pierce Morgan clip. This is, uh, this is classic. It's, it's, I, I said Bill Hicks, but I mean Alex Jones. The answer well, let's, is, let's, let's hey, wait a minute. I have FBI yeah. crime statistics okay. that come out a year late, 2011. 20 plus percent crime drop in the last nine years. Real violent crime because more guns means less crime. Britain took the guns 15, 16 years ago. Tripling of your overall violent crime. True, we have a higher gun violence uh, level, but overall mugging, stabbings, deaths. You, those men raped that woman in India to death with an iron rod four feet long. You can't ban the iron rods. The guns, the iron rods, Pierce, didn't do it. The tyrants did it. Hitler took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Mao took the guns. Fidel okay. Castro took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. And I'm here yep. to tell you, 
1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. Doesn't matter how many lemmings you get out there on the street begging for them to have their guns taken. We will not relinquish them. Do you understand? That's why you're going to fail and the establishment knows no matter how much propaganda, the republic will rise again when you attempt to take our guns. My family in the Texas revolution against Santa Ana, my family was at the core on both sides starting that because Santa Ana came to take the guns at Gonzales, Texas. Pierce, don't try what your ancestors did before. Why don't you come to America? I'll take you out shooting. You can become an American and join the Republic. You finished? Yes, I am finished. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's my boy. Hell yeah. Yes, I am finished. Actually, I need to get that as an ISO. Yes, I am finished. You finished? Yes, I am finished. Because she's such a big Alex Jones fan. Yeah, well, she's not as big of a fan as me, but yeah. Ooh, um, it's interesting how many um, very left-wing people are so into him. I know it's actually amazing. I, I mean, he he was because he was never he was never of our current government establishment pre-Trump, you know? <laughs> like anti-government. He was. Yeah, like, uh-huh. before Trump, he was not considered right-wing. He was anti-Bush more than he was anti-Obama. Yes, exactly. And that's where I find myself, like, linking anti- with fans of him. is like, I fucking hate Bush. I fucking hate Obama. You know what I mean? Like, these people are not looking out for the common people's interests. Period. End of story. Well, and, and they're they're blowing up buildings and the pentagon and the fucking yeah, it's like it I, you have to be such low iq to not think that cheney and bush weren't like if you think cheney and bush weren't yeah. involved in 911 <laughs> like you are a fucking retard like no sorry, exactly but. like what was it's that? a matter I mean, it's a, the question is like to what extent were they face. involved yeah Dick Cheney shot a man in the face. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this last show. Yeah, I love that. It's like, no, but it's like, it's like, and the family apologized. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry that I got in the way of Mr. Cheney's gun. It was my bad. Wait, 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 wait. Pause, pause, pause. Is the queen gonna die? I God, I hope so. But lizards don't really die. Like, no longer attend some sort of conference. Because she is uh, in the hospital. That picture is gonna die this year. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Wait, who, who's gonna die? The Queen of England. Bitch. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I hope she fucking dies. She's been long enough. Can you joke about killing what? the queen? Because I know in America you can't can joke about killing night? the president. Mm, can you you know what? That's a good question. Uh, we can. Something on your back. Come here. Come here. Turn around. Are you talking? I got it. You didn't eat any of your vegetables. I know. It's a fruit sticker. You have a fruit sticker on your back. That's great. You didn't eat any of your vegetables. I'm sorry. Is he drunk? He sounds drunk. No. Don't you want yeah, girls to be drunk. big and strong? Yeah. Then eat your motherfucking vegetables. Fucking vegetables. Eat your vegetables. I just don't want to eat your vegetables. I don't fucking care. Does the podcast need to grow up to be big and strong? (laughs) Eat your vegetables. It does. I'm going to sleep. I love you. Love you too. 
Close the door. Thank you. Y'all are gay. I know. Gay. Gay AF. He's he's the best. I love him. Anyways, um, a real Chad BF, honestly. Yeah, um, Chad. So, but what are I would say the gun laws in New York are super straight, like New York City or New York State. I feel like if you go upstate, you can if get a gun. But New, York State, New York State, less so, um, how because my family you know lives in Rochester. Google that. I have looked into it. It's really strict. If you're going to own a gun in New York City, it's going to be like oh, yeah, a lock wow, safe at all yeah. times, and good luck actually getting one. Meanwhile, when I go up to Rochester um, and go on family vacation, like getting a gun at Walmart, like a rifle, a hunting rifle, I can't have an out of state. Is so different from the actual city. New York accepts very few out of state concealed carry permits. Jew dork titties. Jew Still dork carry titties. is so separate from like having a hunting rifle though. Well yeah, I'm saying yeah, I'm looking at concealed and carry right now. You are never gonna have a concealed carry permit in New York City. Oh no, me I will never be allowed to. Absolutely not. But me either, and I have no record whatsoever. And frankly, that kind of sucks. And frankly, because like, it's What's Nazis. The reason? Like, and frankly, so many illegal <laughs> And frankly, because of the Nazis. And frankly, I made that joke when I was in junior high school. Man, yay! You this is part three, Alex. You finished? <laughs> yes, I am finished. You will not take. Wait, my sorry. Life. I, uh, hey, uh, sorry. <clears throat> Somebody asked Back me if I'm Rob Lowe stuff. Somebody asked me if I'm um, finished. No, it's Pierce Morgan. Somebody asked me if I'm finished. Somebody be like, "Hey, are you finished?" Oh, hey, are you finished? Yes, I am finished. You finished? Okay. Yes, I um, am finished. You will not take my right. You go through background checks to get guns. How about Prozac? You know the number one. Oh, that's the big sponsor, isn't it? Or that whole class of drugs. Let me ask you a question. Oh, oh ding, 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 ding. Don't you? That's don't right. want to talk about the U.S. number one cause of death is suicide now because they give people suicide Calm mass down. murder pills. Calm down. Your answers get more money to the psychiatrist and psychologist to put more crazy yeah, people on drugs that make them kill people, Pierce. Let's try and have a debate here. Yeah. Answer me this question. Yeah. I'm sick of the same. Same old script here, bud. It's fine, bud. Wait, How many pause, gun murders pause, <laughs> pause, pause, Um, you know what? Well, I think it's right. a good time There's to talk about the mental illness aspect of gun control as someone see breath on medication for depression. Um, and Barb's, I'm sure you can speak to this also as someone who's been uh, institutionalized uh, and uh, allegedly, allegedly. for suicidal thoughts. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Um, I've had allegedly, suicidal thoughts before. Thought. I just wasn't institutionalized because I acted like I was fine. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. So you um, did what? Yeah, I didn't do that. I wasn't smart enough to do that. Yeah, and my mom was like, oh my God, are you going to kill yourself? I'm like, no! I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm totally fine. What? Not thinking about hanging myself whatsoever. Um, Never. But... 
I would argue that a majority of the United States of America has thought about suicide at one point, and the idea I think of it's that holding yeah, when something oh, bad happens, so crazy. I, I, <laughs> this is a hot take, but I think thinking about suicide is a normal thing. I think it is. Yeah, good. yeah, it, it's like, it but when it be it, it, thinking about suicide is a normal thing. I was because I've. Everybody, like, no matter how good your life is, you've had a really bad, shitty day before, and yeah, probably um, considered it. But the, I, the, but that doesn't mean there, there's certain people that uh, probably consider it more than normal, and those are the people that need medicated. But the question is, what kind of medication you want? And well, I just I'm, went back. I'm, I went back to I'm episode. Bringing it up because I am medicated on. Zoloft, and I am on an antidepressant. Oh, that's one of the school shooter drugs. Get off of it next Zoloft year, brutal, man. but um, I mean, um, from the research I've done on antidepressants, it generally varies from like person to person. Like you could be like, oh, Prozac, Prozac is like brutal, man, but like it, you know, it it's individual from person we're getting into the nitty gritty here so forgive me if i'm out of line by asking this but it seems sure. no it's fine it seems to be that women or are more typical to be on ssris right and yet yes. and yet yes. all the school shooters are men mm-hmm. and they're all on ssris yes. every every i i can't think of an example of a school shooter that wasn't on ssri so what so, is it? What is it with these things that makes men more capable I of violence? I actually do have an answer for this, and it's a sociological answer rather than like a psychiatric and biological answer. Yeah, and it's the meme that comes from men will do blank before they go to therapy, and True. when you're on SSRIs, you're supposed to be. Working with a therapist, you're supposed to be in therapy, working on your feelings. In therapy, like you're supposed to be talking and to a therapist. Men in like general Tony are less in touch. <laughs> Actually, The Sopranos was such an innovative and interesting show for that so reason, good. and the fact that it showed a man in therapy working on his feelings, and men in general are less in touch with their feelings. Um, they try to medicate the problem away, and it doesn't necessarily work because it's treated as a one-step solution where it's not when you're on medication, you're supposed to be, like, talking about your feelings and working through your problems yeah, you, you, when you're and on meds, working like, on I, uh, steps. Like, I talk to a therapist twice a week and shit, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like you can't just take medication. Like, that just that doesn't help. Men are not supported mm. in the mental health community, and it's sad. And I'm talking to my boyfriend every other day, like, you need to go to therapy. Like, you gotta I, go to therapy, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm your girlfriend, I'm not your therapist. And they tend to rely on women as therapists, and that's a whole other sociological discussion. Um, I mean, if you want to talk about a crazy country, person, like, the, the craziest thing you can do is, is like, rely on a woman to make sense, you know, so... I was gonna say, seriously, you think women are mentally stable? Get the hell You do not know what you're talking about, quite frankly, and I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. You disrespected science! Uh, No, we're we're crazy bitches, 
But God, we are emotionally relatively in touch with ourselves in a way that men tend to not be. Uh, while we're on the, I, I went back to the early, the first episode of Abs and Six Pack, episode one about MK Ultra, when we started talking about, you know, we went all the, we went deep on that episode. If people haven't heard it, we went to, into brain waves and cell towers being used for mind control. Even the LA Times reporting that, uh, the CIA was testing this cell tower radiation waves to calm the public in times of crises. Uh, there's PubMed articles about it. But in the midst of all that, we brought this clip right here, which is relevant. And so while we're talking about it, I found this. It has happened all too often. A troubled teenager gets his hand on a weapon and lives are changed forever. But why? On the record investigates, and as Fox's Douglas Kennedy found out, the trail can often lead right to the medicine chest. Two years ago, 16-year-old Corey Badsgard took a rifle to his high school and held 23 classmates hostage. Describe around that time how you were feeling. Um, in the morning, I just, I didn't feel like going to school. I felt, I felt sick. Didn't feel like really, you know, like I could get up very well. And so I went back to bed and next thing I remember, I'm, I'm in juvie in the detention center where I used to live. Just one more apparently unexplainable violent outburst at school. Unexplainable to everyone but Corey's dad. So in your mind, there's no doubt what happened here. And no doubt that the medication did this. I mean, he was, had amnesia, you know, hallucinations earlier. Abnormal dreams, which are all side effects of the medication. That morning, Corey was on a mix of antidepressants prescribed for what doctors called situational depression. His father says the pills turned Corey from a sensitive teenage boy to a volatile marauder, susceptible to blind rage. Oh, he was never a violent kid. I mean, he's always been a good kid, loved us, hugged us all. You know, he's never watched violent video. Always been a good kid, always. I... <laughs> As someone on antidepressants, I, I, I get that. Um, I do think they're overprescribed. Yeah, it's like um, Adderall. It's like they've yes, just, they just the doctors get a kickback when they prescribe it to more and more people. They do. But my my question is, is this, and I'm not saying itself. that nobody. Obviously, some people like yourself are really helped out by SSRIs. Yeah, but, it, it, it but changed my life. It gave me the tools to actually improve my life without them. You know, right? I'm on the lowest possible dose of it. But there, I, I, I think the. The problem lies in that if you, and, and like you said, they're overprescribed. So if you are somebody that's already got issues, or even somebody that doesn't have issues and you get prescribed SSRIs, and you, especially a high dose of them, it seems pretty clear based on just my, you know, and this is, you know, anecdotal because it's just based on the people that I've known in my life. They, they make you, your, your high, your lows are less low, but your highs are less high, yeah. first off. So you're not, you're not, um, yes. you're not sad, but that's you're not true. happy. Right. So that's the first thing. And then also, you are, you're not going to feel the guilt or the conscience of mm -hmm. doing something really fucked up like a school shooting. 
That's um, probably a higher dose. Yeah, a really um, high dose, I'm, I'm assuming. But they do give is, people really high doses sometimes. They do. Um, and I think that's a problem in itself. Like, my psychiatrist, I got really lucky, and I researched a lot. And he wanted to work more therapeutic, like, low dose with me. I feel like they just toss it like candy, especially to young boys to control their volatile male emotions. And I think that's wrong. Um, feeling emotions is a part of being a human being. Feeling extremely. No, not, that's, just a, that's, just shit, that's just woman shit, bro. Human being. No, no. That's just chick shit. Dudes don't feel emotions. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you did bring up the statistic <laughs> of women being prescribed SSRIs more than men, and it has a lot to do with emotions. I'm tracking right now my cycle and the fact that I might have PMDD, and that's a factor to take into account. Oh, I have PMDD. Oh, what I have the hell is PMDD? PMDD? I might have it, too. And is I that post-menopause? Wait, 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 wait. PM, no, post-menopause. Steroids. Post-menopause. No, it's, um, How old are you? Are you all, like, in your 60s, and I didn't even know it? Maybe I am in my 20s my name is and Barbara, it is so. premenstrual <laughs> dysphoric dysphoric disorder. Um, our hormones it's are more PMS volatile than men's. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's literally PMS just goes, like I get suicidal before my period. Like Same. I genuinely think Same. Like, I get suicidal where like, I'm like, oh, this went wrong. I'm going to kill myself. When it yeah. was any other week, I'd be like, shit, that sucks. It's awful. It's genuinely awful. And women <laughs> get prescribed medication a lot more. No woman yeah. should ever own a gun. Women should never own guns. This Never. Women shouldn't own guns. Well, women Honestly, shouldn't do a lot of things, okay. like drive, for example. Depression. His father says the pills turn Corey from a sensitive teenage boy to a volatile marauder, susceptible to blind rage. Oh, he was never a violent kid. I mean, he's always been a good kid, loved us, hugged us all. You know, he's never watched violent videos. And, and until with medication, he started, you know, after that, then we realized that he was having aggr- aggression problems and, you know, was out of character. At Fox News, we found the bad scarred story with antidepressants compelling. So we investigated further. We found a disturbing number of recent school shooters were either on medication or were experiencing withdrawal. The list includes 15-year-old Kip Kinkle withdrawing from Prozac when he shot 22 classmates, killing two after murdering his mother and stepfather at his home in Springfield, Oregon. 14-year-old Elizabeth Bush on Prozac. I, I, I forgot. About, okay. Yeah, I think I brought this up back. On episode one, when we played this clip, now that I'm listening to it, I love how Fox News is like, this person was on SSRIs and they killed their fucking parents. Uh-huh. This, <laughs> they just like add all the gunshot sound effects in, just makes it so we're either better. on medication or we're experiencing withdrawal. Pow! <laughs> the list includes 15 year old Kip Kinkle drawing from Prozac. <laughs> Seriously. He yeah. shot 22 like, classmates. I forget to take my Zoloft for one day. I'm just, I'm just tired. Um, well, Nicholas Sandman and uh, the Sandy Hook shooter, alleged. Yeah, yeah all, all these guys were uh, on heavy doses of SSRIs, and they were what's weird. Heavy is some of them were seeing really the same psychiatrist. Uh-huh. I like that. Like the uh, the, I think it, I believe it was the Sandy Hook shooter. Even though there was multiple shooters that were captured on even helicopter footage during that day, but we know we just, now the story is just one shooter at Sandy Hook. 
the the Sandy Hook shooter and the Alcoa or not Alcoa. I'm sorry. Um, what's that? Uh, fuck. What was Alcoa the name? Alcoa is a sanitation. Well, Alco- I actually I I live two miles away from Alcoa, Tennessee. What the not Alcoa? What is the? Uh, I forget that you live in Nashville. I was just there for a layover the other day. Nice. No, but what was? Yeah. Uh, okay, so so Sandy Hook and. What is the other, what is the name of that uh the Dark Knight shooting in in Colorado? What is the name of that town in Colorado? Fuck. Aurora. Aurora. That's what it is. Okay, so Aurora and Sandy Hook, both the school shooters for that had the same psychiatrist who was putting them on the same meds. And once really? you like have the Holy same shit. and there's a couple examples it's like why are both these guys have the same psychiatrist and they're fucking it's like at a certain point you're like, okay, are they trying to get these guys to do shit? Like, and then uh, the also the Aurora shooter, his dad worked for DARPA with brain implant Which research. Was, yes, brain yeah. implant um, that research was also with the, DARPA. There was the school what shooting. What the fuck? What happened in uh, Texas? This was the El Paso, I believe, school shooting, a, a mass shooting. Where it was a it was a mass shooting down in Texas, I believe. This was, it was like two within one weekend. Is this Fort and Hood? Them, and they found out that both the fathers, maybe it was Fort Hood, I don't know. But anyway, both the fathers of the men that committed the mass shootings that weekend had government contracts and were working with the feds. Oh, yeah. It happens every time. And the, it, it's, and it's always like, it's usually DARPA. That's what's creepy is like, it's like, That's what it is. It's, dark, it's like, like, yeah, uh, so, uh, uh, I don't know what to tell you guys. Both my sons, uh, both my sons ended up shooting up schools in two different states, but, uh, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, it is what it is. And I just happened to work for DARPA with brain implant research. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yeah. No, it's definitely all like sketch as fuck. Yeah. AF. The list includes 15-year-old Kip Kinkle withdrawing from Prozac when he shot 22 classmates, killing two after murdering his mother and stepfather at his home in Springfield, Oregon. Blame, Elizabeth Bush on Prozac when she blasted away at fellow students in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, wounding one. 18-year-old Jason Hoffman on Effexor and Selexa when he opened fire at his California high school, wounding five. 15-year-old Sean Cooper on a mix of antidepressants when he shot students in Idaho. 15-year-old P.J. Solomon also on a mix of antidepressants when he aimed his shotgun at classmates in Conyers, Georgia, wounding six. And 17-year-old Eric Harris on Luvox when he and partner Dylan Klebold killed 12 classmates and a teacher in the bloodiest school massacre yet, Columbine. One of the things that in the past we have known about depression is that it very very rarely leads to violence it's only been since the advent of these new SSRI drugs that we have uh, murderers sometimes even mass murderers taking antidepressant drugs yeah there we go hey there we go uh just a we're we we're we're going long here so i'm going to try to plow through some of these clips this is a uh... The rest of Pierce Morgan and Alex Jones. Yes. Yeah. Answer me this question. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of the same old script here, bud. It's fine, bud. 
How many but, gun murders were there in America right. last year? Do you know? Uh, there were about 11,458, and about 74% of those were gang-related, gangbangers shooting each other. You get three and a half to 4,000. Okay, How case. many people died from infections in hospitals? 197,000. That's right. How many gun murders were there in Britain? How many year? great white sharks? No. How many kill people every year, but they're scared to swim? <laughs> That's actually my boyfriend. He's afraid of sharks. <laughs> um, if you shoot a shark, does it die? To his own credit, he grew up in Florida. I kind of get it. Uh, Is there? I mean, yeah. I heard they have gators there. Yeah, I've seen gators. I, I got gators. stung by oh a jellyfish God. last Gator time I went to so Florida, and that was a couple weeks ago. I'm, I'm referencing the, the last episode we prank called some planetariums with Metis and Adam from Deprecate's Red Pill, and uh, oh, they love said uh, they said oh we we God, have to, we were asking the planetariums that. about flat Earth and all this you know like just oh, the firmament and all say? that. Were they, did, were they so pissed? Were they so pissed? No, they yeah. didn't even know what we were talking about. They were so pleasant and nice to us. <laughs> it was great, and uh, it, but Aww. at a certain at a certain point, like one of them was like. Well, you do have to wear masks, and I was like, "Well, it's like, well, if we agree to not, if we agree to not be pissed that you have a mask policy or a vaccine mandate policy, because you have to have a vaccine card too, then well, if we agree not to be pissed about that, will you agree to not make us wear masks or prove we're vaccinated, like a compromise?" Oh, I love that. And like uh, a compromise. <laughs> I love <laughs> that you're bartering with these people. And uh, and they were like, well, you have to wear masks and you can't wear gators. And I, or, or no, they said there's no gators allowed. You can't wear gators. That's what they said. <laughs> no, they said they said the exact quote was, "There's no gators allowed." And I was like, "Gators? I thought those were just in Florida." <laughs> yeah, it's like the neck gators. Well, because there's some <laughs> animals that even if you shoot them, they won't die. Um. Is gators one of them, or, like, sharks one of them? Like, if I kill a shark, like, if I shoot it, like, in the fin, it's not going to die. It's going to be injured, right? Like, it's like shooting a human in a leg. Yeah. Just okay. like, isn't that what Fine. Joe Biden said? Just shoot him in the leg when he was talking about the cops. Yeah, to me, that's hilarious. Shoot him in the leg. <laughs> it's like, oh, shoot my God. Like, Joe Biden's like, shoot just shoot him in the leg. What are you doing? Why are you How trying to kill people? Don't shoot people at all. How about we just stop <laughs> no. shooting people at all? Uh, Nashville, Sir Spencer says, uh, Nashville, more like Smashville, am I right? Smashville. Okay, so if you live in Nashville, how many bachelorette? I thought you said you just did. I mean, aside from having, I was, uh, in the airport, in the Lavo. Oh, Nashville's pretty fucking cool. Uh, also. Actually, I really genuinely do want to visit Nashville. It's Music City there. I would blend in very and they well do free concerts it. too all the time there's like a like new year's and and then uh live on the green they do like free concerts with really good bands sometimes where it's like free to get in anyway in the uh, airport, they um were hiring country singers that sound really good. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in Pennsylvania area, so truly nice. I'm a country girl at heart <laughs> Pennsylvania, hell yeah Pennsylvania, yep. Anyways, I thought you, you, oh, based you on the guns. two of you, I was assuming that uh, Barb's was the one from the south. Really? <laughs> no, I'm being mean, too completely sarcastic. Stuff, yeah. You sound like a uh, no. You sound like a, a cartoon character. 
Yeah, babes, I know. you I sound, sound like, like you're nanny. born and like, raised nanny. Seriously. It's, it's the nanny smoked a pack of new points. That's why I, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. But you do I'm sound like you. Trash. You do sound like you live. Like you're. You do sound like you were born and raised in New York City. Yeah, you actually yeah, sound like you're in Jersey. <laughs> I saw. I definitely have like a more of like a Long Island like drool. Like uh-huh. that's kind you of. You sound like my boyfriend's dad. <laughs> Love it. Is he single? Does he own a boat? Does he have a house? Like, is he a contractor? Send me his way. Yep. I'm like. You guys going downtown to see the um, Stillers game? But wait, so okay. Speaking of Long Island, I'm going to ask a question before because I do have to. Ha- I have to end finish this up soon. Uh, I have an early morning eyelash appointment. But <laughs> if we speak of Queen. guns and like gun laws and stuff, does Long Island, because it's more conservative, does it have more relaxed gun laws than like New York no. City or no? no? No. Okay. So it doesn't matter if it's like a red area of New York; it's still going to be strict. No. Yeah, the way the government works, no. Unless no, you go um, upstate. Going, Unless you go upstate. Well, going back also to what uh, you were saying with SSRIs and stuff, I make a joke where they're school shooter drugs. They do help some people with depression. However, mm-hmm. it is scary how all, mo- if not all, but most mass shooters have been on SSRIs. Like, was Columbine, like, committed by kids, like, on SSRIs? Were SSRIs a thing when Columbine or Virginia Tech happened? Or no? Because, like, I know there's been, like, a boom to prescribe them to kids. Like, I was prescribed Xanax when I was 14. I believe, I I believe with Columbine it was, yes. Yeah, I believe, I believe. That and Marilyn Manson. Okay, Marilyn Manson's also to blame, of course. Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. (laughs) He's always. Uh. That, since since we're uh, how, how much time you got left, Barb's? Because I got a I got a, some killer mic like clips I wanted minutes. to get to. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm like, I got. Like I have all minutes. night, so you can soon. always just talk to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, because I don't. I, I don't. I, the last thing I want to do is make this end up being like. Well, now we got to do part three because all these clips are still left over from part one. <laughs> but there is Sorry, some good stuff in here. A bunch of drunkards. Uh, so, uh, same here. How many gun murders? Mm-hmm. I actually actually did pull up the statistics. Here, let me pull them out right here. I figured you'd do that. Gun murders. Oh wait, last UK year. violent crime, capital of Europe, London no. Telegraph. Here, let me it's give you one. It's a simple question. Well, that's the oldest. You're very loud, that's the old, man. No, no, that's the oldest Perry Mason tactic to ask me some little factoid. It's not a, it's not a little factoid. I already said earlier. We're talking about England a has a lot lower gun crime rate because you me, took all the guns. Let me try exactly. But my you've point. got hordes of people burning down cities and beating old women's brains out every day. What a ridiculous. They arrest people in England, they defend themselves, that's on record. My God, you've got a total police state. Everybody's fleeing that country because the oh, you've had to flee here, bud. Damn. I love Wait, that last line. By, um, I love that yeah, last what line. What does he mean by that? Everybody's, everybody's had to flee Britain. It's so bad. You fled here, bud. At some point. Yeah, at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I got a... Uh, just a detour real quick. I got ice, uh, ice tea. Are you familiar with ice tea? Not the I Long Island the ice tea, but. The rapper? Yeah. The rapper who plays a cop on SVU. Yes, I'm definitely familiar with ice tea. Yeah, if you yeah. live in New York, you know SVU. <laughs> so yeah. this is, right this, I, I believe. doesn't understand pedophilia. Two of my, um, closest <laughs> friends have been at SVU. Nice. Shit. I think I've been in the background of some shots. Uh-huh. Like just accidentally. My buddy, uh, my, my yeah, wife my was were on. Like characters on the show. 
<laughs> my wife was on uh, a like full episode of Snap Killer Couples on <laughs> Oxygen. And, oh, I love that. And then my my uh, one of my my best friend, one of my best friends was like on the same episode where he smokes a fake bowl of meth and they play that same clip like 10 times. I need to get an animated gif of him just smoking the fake bowl of meth on that show because it's so funny. All right. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah. Ice-T. I think, I believe, I, I mean, I haven't list, listened to these clips since we actually did part one of this, but I believe this is Pierce Morgan's clip interviewing Ice-T about guns, and then Pierce Morgan asking Michael Moore about what he think Michael Moore thinks about the clip of Ice-T. Michael Moore! <laughs> the right to bear arms is because that's the last form of defense against tyranny. Not to hunt, but hunt. It's to protect yourself from the police. And do you see any link between that and these sorts of incidents? No. Nah, not really. You know what I'm saying? If somebody wants to kill people, you know, they don't need a gun to do it. Makes it easier, though, doesn't it? Not really. You can use, uh, you can strap explosives on your body. They do that all the time. No, there you have the two very different views. I would say there are millions and millions of Americans who would park themselves into Mayor Bloomberg's side of the argument, and millions more, probably more actually in total, who would agree with what Ice T said. How do you how do you deal with this going well, forward? How do we deal with the constitutional divide that America has over how that is interpreted? Okay. Well, I'm going to I'm going to argue it both ways because I think you can make a, a, a valid argument, sort of, uh, on both on both sides. Not the last part, that part that Ice T said about that uh, that reducing them wouldn't reduce. That's that's been proven. If you reduce the guns and the ammo, you'll reduce um, the murders. Um, and somebody strapping a bomb on themselves—that's a whole different animal that we have to deal with in, in these times. But um, I think, first of all. This must seem odd to people in other countries that we view our Constitution as if it was written by God himself, that it was somehow through some sort of divine intervention or whatever it was etched in stone like Moses and the tablets. And, and, and because what they thought was right in 1776 to 1789, uh, that was... Uh, that is the way we have to live today in the 21st century. I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't go to a doctor and have have him put leeches on us to suck the blood out of us. That would cure us. That's what we did you know, years ago. We, we kind of we kind of evolved. Uh, uh, I have a lot of thoughts on that Michael Moore's take there, but I'll let you guys uh, jump in and let me know. Hey, I mean Michael Moore is a uh, simp and a half. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I actually really like Michael Moore. I actually met him in person. I used to like um, him. I used to like him. He got a little bit too much for me. He's uh, yeah. He's got those... Uh, what? How's a nice way to put this? He has those Jabba the Hutt vibes. Yes, I, exactly. I get you, but like... Um, <laughs> Are you I like, <laughs> sorry. I just look. I love appearance. You misandrous. Yeah. My, my new favorite thing is to say. <laughs> well, my new favorite thing that I do now is to say, "What's a nice way to put this?" and then say the meanest thing I can. <laughs> What's a nice way to put this? Uh, he's a fat fuck. <laughs> Aww. 
Who do you um, believe was behind 9-11? I, 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 I think the media he's made during his time is influential. Oh, um, he didn't talk about NORAD yes, standing Sicko down. Sicko was a great. Sicko was great. Sicko he, uh, was great. His, not, okay, his 9-11, his 9/11 sensor, documentary went I'm out of his not way. not trying to be, just be edgy. Um, picture me as a baby, like 24-year-old on the internet figuring out her politics and, you know, ingesting Michael Moore content. Um, Love it. Yeah, but... I watch a lot of... But <laughs> Michael Moore... Okay, so I, here's my problem with Michael Moore. Like, like, what? oh, you're a baby. Like, yes, I am a baby. Um, I am literally... What the fuck? I'm still a child. The, yes. prob- the problem with Michael Moore is he went out of his way in his 9-11 documentary to not only not cover things, but cover up mm-hmm. things like NORAD standing down. Yes. Where he later admitted yes. that, yes, they were running test exercises on 9-11. The military was running drills where the World Trade Center towers and the Pentagon were hit by planes. The, the simulations of that were running current days so that when it went over the radio, the military thought it was part of the drill exercise because they were already running that drill. And Condoleezza Rice and George Bush were like, "Oh, we had to ignore it, and well, so we had no idea that this, blah, blah, uh, blah, this, yeah. this the, 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 any, the, even the idea of planes hitting these buildings, we oh, had no idea, of, uh, even I though they were running that simulation." Yeah, call, yeah. So, yeah, Colin Powell, uh, fully vaccinated, dot COVID, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the first black liar. <laughs> black liars matter. Uh, so, so the, <laughs> that's a good one. So, uh, it's just that, like, when Michael Moore, I don't know, I just, I, Michael Moore basically was controlled opposition in my book for 9 11 because he does this whole 9 11 documentary and completely actively covers up all this proof that the fucking government was in on it. So, fuck that, fuck that dude. Fahrenheit 911, my ass. I mean, that was like, yeah, that was kind of fake. But anyway, I gotta get through. I gotta get like. Let me finish this last Pierce Morgan, Alex Jones clip, uh, please, Barb's, and then uh, to wrap no up. Worries. Yeah, once you, I gotta. Yeah, eat. I haven't eaten all day. That's yeah, no, you're good. I I'll, I'll play this clip day. and we'll talk about it for a second. And then after you head out, uh, I'm gonna get Spencer in here to finish up the uh, the killer Mike clips Perfect. with me and Meep. Love that, Thank Sir you. Spencer of Bull after Bull, the man, the myth, the legend. Who do you believe was behind 9/11? Oh, I absolutely know. I have the police on CNN saying, get back, they're going to blow up seven. I have BBC reporting. Who do you believe is behind I have the proof. I heard them on CBS radio. Alex. They announced they blew up the towers on CBS radio. New Yorkers all saw it and heard it. Alex, who do you believe? They blew up building seven. Who do you believe was behind it? The American government. Criminal elements of the military-industrial complex, the same ones that staged Gulf of Tonkin, the same ones that staged Operation, right. the mass shootings of Operation right. Gladio. Right. Ooh, do you, the CIA do you don't mean, like this Alex, right Alex, now. Do you mean <laughs> President Bush and his administration were behind 9-11? I mean yes. that even mainstream news reported that the hijackers were ordered to be allowed into the United States. Michael Springman, the head of the visa department, blew the whistle right. on that. So the Bush administration was part of a conspiracy. Well, to he murder, should never let us tolerate to murder, to murder Americans. To murder, um, I can speak in this accent as well. Yeah. The government kicked the firebombers <laughs> in Reichstag, Pierce, to bring in martial law in Germany, April 27th, oh my God. 1933. 
Governments have staged terror attacks throughout history or allowed terrorists to attack mm -hmm. as a pretext to invade and enslave the populations. I, prob I probably own more than 50 firearms. Many of them have increased in value two, three, or even four times. I sleep very comfortably uh, outside Austin, okay. Texas, knowing Alex. that I can defend my family. Okay, Alex Jones. Infowars.com. This is the man who wants to <laughs> deport me from the country for wanting to get no, rid of no. it's, it's, it's to point out you're a foreigner, a redcoat, you're telling us what to do. Whatever. Go back to where they took the guns if you don't like it. <laughs> Go back. Oh my God, Alex I'm Jones, dying. a national fucking treasure and a gem of a human being. Literally, is a national treasure. <laughs> I love Bill Hicks. Wow, that is fucking funny. Holy shit! I'm not That's even insane. a huge Alex Jones fan, but God, is that fucking funny? As an I don't want to admit that I'm a huge fan, but I am. Like, I don't ever want to admit that because people give you so much shit for it. But like, I am. <laughs> I was, I mean, I've said it before, I was raised on Alex Jones. Like, I, I, I fucking, I, I mean, I, I, I before 9-11, like, I was, my dad would show me Alex Jones shit, so. I mean, to me, just why, like, young Alex Jones is, like, really hot. Like, Thirst trap. young Alex Jones he actually, is mm, hot as fuck. is. Like, I, I. Where the, what the, what freaking dimension is this little creature from? I have jalapeno plants right behind my pool at my Listen, house. It's like eating jalapenos during the break. What your political affiliation fuck, is yes. in the United States? You should be hating on the fucking Anglo's. <laughs> you really you should. should. I agree. Fuck Don't me. trust those red coats, <laughs> motherfucker. They also never tip. I can speak in this accent as well, Pierre. Yeah, it's like you come over here. You know how fucking underpaid we are. I work for service. Works, but you understand I work for less than minimum wage, and they don't tip. Yeah, I I've done it too, girl. I've done it. Um, and yeah, it's wild. Uh huh. God. Gun control in the U.S. has racist past and present. In fact, most gun control laws throughout history were aimed at preventing black people getting their hands on guns. Here's how. As early as the 1600s, colonies in the states were passing laws that prohibited African Americans from possessing arms. But then the Second Amendment came along in 1791. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Many Americans interpreted this to mean that they, as individuals, had the right to carry guns. Meaning every individual right? Wrong. Having been emancipated after the Civil War, southern states passed laws known as Black Codes in 1865 and 1866. Among other things, those laws disarmed former slaves in order to sustain white control. In fact, African Americans were already at a disadvantage. They lost their right to vote in many states because of poll taxes and literacy tests. Exploiting many wow. people's inabilities to read and write, states could further impose gun restrictions. Now fast forward a century to the 1960s. That's when the leaders of the civil rights movement made clear that the need for self-defense still existed. In fact, Martin Luther King Jr. applied for a permit to carry a weapon and was denied. In California, gun control legislation was aimed at preventing groups like the Black Panthers from arming themselves against police. In response, 30 armed Black Panthers marched on the state capitol to protest the legislation in 1967. Not long after, then-Governor Ronald Reagan signed the Mulford Act, 
prohibiting open carry of weapons in public places. The following year saw the Gun Control Act of 1960. Yeah. Say again. Once black people started carrying guns in the open, they're like, oh, wait, we need gun control. Exactly. It's like the racist origins of gun control. They were so scared of the Black Panthers. It's like when they let women start driving, you know, it's the same thing. Everybody was like, whoa, this is getting dangerous. I don't have a driver's license for that reason. I'm sparing society from my wrath. (laughs) I forget these fucking New Yorker people don't even drive. I wasn't even raised in New York. I'm just sad. (laughs) After... Then Governor Ronald Reagan signed the Malford Act, I'm I'm sorry. I stepped on you with a clip. What? I didn't even get my license until I was 21 because I lived in New York my whole life. Mm -hmm. I still shouldn't be allowed to drive, though. Legally, I don't know who gave it to me. (laughs) It's the legislation in 1967. Not long after, then Governor Ronald Reagan signed the Malford Act prohibiting open carry of weapons in public places. The following years were the Gun Control Act of 1968, signed by the then-president, Richard Nixon. The law banned Saturday night specials, Reagan which were the cheaply made handguns oh, associated God, with crime and minority that. groups, meaning black yeah. communities. Both of these laws were passed by Republicans and supported by the National Rifle Association, one of the most powerful anti-regulation gun lobbies in the USA. The organization continues to advocate for gun owners, though many have criticized the NRA for failing to speak for armed African Americans. So today, why Americans are still more likely to own a gun, and while African Americans' gun ownership is on the rise, black men are 14 times more likely to be shot and killed than white men. So even though almost anyone can apply for a gun permit today, systematic racial bias in the US means that gun control remains a divisive issue. I don't know. This is Al Jazeera. I mm-hmm. the, the the news report was okay. I, there's some of their stats, you know. I could maybe debate, disagree but, with a little bit. Yeah, yeah. but the uh, but the just like the best part about it is like, why are you playing this fucking banjo music while you're talking about black people? I know. Like in Seriously, slaves. Why? <laughs> it's like, why is this? It's just so racist. It's just so racist. Like the underlying tones are so racist, dude. Like, it's insane to me how people who try to be so woke just come off as so racist sometimes. That's actually very fucking true. Yeah. Is it? Uh, I can't remember. I, I who was it? It's because Justin Trudeau just literally did blackface, but I'm. There was a uh, there was a show I was watching where, and it was like on as far as I can tell because it was like on what was it on? It was like NBC show, like an old like early two thousands, mm-hmm. late nineties show, and it was like n- genuine, like it wasn't like an always sunny bit or anything. And it was like to was understand like black culture, movie. they had these two old white people wear blackface and go to a black comedy oh, club. My- God. <laughs> it's oh like God. a serious, it's like a serious, it's not a bit. Like, you would think, it's like, this is a hilarious joke, like, comedy bit, but no, but it's, it's like. It's legit. It's like the producers at NBC or whoever the fuck it was had these like, this is old white people <laughs> wear black face paint oh and go what? to a black comedy club. <laughs> I need to put that in the show notes and oh fun. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my God. I think it was uh, Ryan Long might have been the one that tweeted that video out. And I was yeah, like, no, I know exactly. Uh, it's the Ryan Long sketch with him and Danny Pelushik. I'm going to Danny Pelushik was the one that tweeted it. Yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. 
they're, they're great. great fucking comics. Shout out to both those guys. They're <laughs> hilarious. hilarious, great dudes. And that video is amazing where racists and wokes actually agree. And it's so true. So, so true. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would play yes. that. I would play their video, but I've, I've played it on the show before. But yeah, it's they're, uh, yeah. Woke, when wokes and racists agree, fantastic. Uh, I know you, I know you gotta go, Barb, so we'll let you go and, uh, we'll get Spencer in here to fill No, it. it's all good. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, again, I guess, yeah, I would love to just talk about more always how the gun laws in this country have like a racist underlying, like, tone and all that, and that yeah. it wasn't a big issue until the Black Panthers went onto the California, like, I think it's like State Senate, we were just listening to it or something yep. like that. Reagan. And Reagan, who of course least, was the guy. Oh my god, I always joke, like, I just want to, like, uh, die, go uh, to hell, and uh, beat the shit out of Reagan. I hate that motherfucker. Uh, Reagan, more like Gagan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> Shit that like fucking like him left Fauci, us in the U.S. can and, shake hands with. with he like, and Anthony Fauci ruined this country. You name it. Fuck that man. They, him and Anthony Fauci ruined this country while they held yeah. hands doing it. They really did. Yeah. They really. You know what? I have mixed feelings him. about Fauci, but like fuck Reagan, man. I hate that Wait, motherfucker. Who was Fauci appointed by? One thing. Fauci. Who was Fauci appointed by? I think it was Reagan. Reagan. No. Oh, was right. he really appointed yeah, by Reagan? I believe so. I know he, yes. and, and under Reagan's administration, as pushed for yes, by Fauci, vaccine manufacturers yep. are not liable for any damages or deaths that their vaccines yep, cause. Serving under Fauci Reagan. and Reagan did that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck those motherfuckers. Well, yeah, all evil things, all the, the, the paper trail always leads to Reagan, especially with- It really does. He was such a massive piece of shit. A dumb motherfucker. I hope he's fucking getting stabbed by demons in hell. (laughs) I can tell, Meep, you're getting excited because you've been, like, hitting low low levels on the mic and now you're peaking. I know you're peaking. You're peaking. I hate hate Reagan, too. Turned you down a little bit. Uh, Well, thank you so much for a great podcast, guys. Yeah, I gotta eat something. I haven't eaten all day. No, you're fine. Go ahead and do your, what was it, eyelash appointment? Something? I have an eyelash appointment tomorrow morning. Yes, I do. Yep. I'm so jealous. I want fake lashes so bad. I I love them. I spent so much money on them. It's a waste of money, but I don't care. Everything's a waste of money. Are they easy Um, to take care of? Hopefully, maybe, uh, yeah, you just gotta wash them. I mean, look at that face. I mean, look at that face. Look at... Uh, <laughs> I don't have a look at the eyelashes clip. Uh, all right, well, being a woman is hard. <laughs> it is I'll, very hard. Thank We're you, Barb's. Everybody can. Uh, it's at Barb's versus the world. At Barb's vs the world Barbs on Twitter. The world. And you and there's Please. a TikTok that'll be linked. TikTok videos. Yeah, I've been putting out some more TikTok videos. Uh, today I said I'm not a big fan of dogs, so people hated that on TikTok. That's a whole can of worms. But yeah, come put some hate <laughs> on my videos. Tell me to kill Aww. myself on my videos. Please. I'll follow you on TikTok. I will never have a TikTok account, um, but I, f- I will follow you in spirit. No, don't. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you, Barb's. Bye, and, Barb's. Uh, we will, uh, we'll, we'll talk Bye, soon. Daddy. And, uh, and obviously, uh, everywhere you need to find the thing that Barb does in the show Congrats notes. Congrats on the baby. Love you both. Be careful on Seriously. Don't get shot by Alec Baldwin. Please. I mean, look at that face. You disrespected science. Uh, hey Meep, can we? Uh, I got, I have some killer mic. I have killer mic clips left. Can we get bring Spencer in here and go through these before we wrap? Yeah, sure. 
Okay, uh, I have six clips left. To the Americans of the 13 colonies, self-defense was both a right and a duty. All colonies, except Pennsylvania, required gun ownership by militiamen, most adult males. Many colonies also mandated gun ownership by the head of a household, including a woman if she was the head, and sometimes required the carrying of guns when traveling or when going to public meetings. Woman and oh head in the, woman and head in the same sentence. That's pretty funny. Gun ownership by the head of a household, including a woman if she was the head. And sometimes required the carrying of guns when traveling or when going to public meetings, such as church services. The original public meaning of the Second Amendment was safeguarding the natural right to own and carry arms for all legitimate purposes. The difference between self-defense against a criminal invader in the home or against a criminal tyrant with his standing army was only one of scale. Immediately after the Civil War, southern states enacted black codes designed to keep ex-slaves in de facto slavery. Mississippi's provision was typical. No freedman, quote, shall keep or carry firearms of any kind or any ammunition without police permission. In areas where the Ku Klux Klan took control, civil rights attorney Albion Tourget, who represented Homer Plessy in Plessy v. Ferguson, recounted, quote, almost universally, the first thing done was to disarm the Negroes and leave them defenseless. The Ku Klux Klan was America's first gun control group, as well as America's first domestic terrorist organization. Jim Crow laws became the foundation of gun control in America. These laws spread north in the early decades of the 20th century, aimed primarily at immigrants or labor agitators, or in response to blacks defending themselves against race riots. By the 1920s, movements were afoot to ban all handguns and to require the registration of all guns. But in 1941, Congress decided to ban federal gun registration. Congress was looking in horror at mass shootings and mass murders by many other methods taking place in Nazi-occupied Europe and in the Soviet Union. They could see how gun registration lists compiled by democratic governments, such as the Weimar Republic in Germany or the Third Republic in France, were being used for gun confiscation once the totalitarians took over. Hitler took the guns. Mao took the guns. Stalin took the guns. Hugo Chavez took the guns. 1776 will commence again if you try to take our firearms. In fact, every episode of genocide (laughs) in the past century has been preceded by assiduous efforts to first disarm the victims. Turkish Armenia, the Holocaust, the USSR, Soviet-occupied Poland, Guatemala under the military dictatorship of the 1950s, Mao's China, Chiang Kai-shek's white terror, Uganda under Idi Amin, Cambodia under Pol Pot, Zimbabwe, Darfur, and many more. Of course, not every government that uses registration lists for mass confiscation is intent on genocide, but it's indisputable that the genocidaires seem to consider gun confiscation to be a crucial precondition for genocide. True. That's true. Yeah, to an extent, I think that just makes logical sense that if you want to have power, you don't want the people to fight back. Yeah, disarm the Hail the pale male! <laughs> and we got uh, Sir Spencer of Bowl After Bowl here with us now. It's, uh, Hi! Oh, is he hello! Here? Hi! 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 How's it going? Um, it's going good. It's nice to meet you. Likewise. Good to meet you. Well, Chris, um, you wanted, I guess, to completely kill the chat by bringing me on the air. 
That's fine. It's late at night anyways. Now it's, dead. Uh, it's uh midnight thirty one here. It is late. So after we're done with this, I'm probably gonna go Ooh. to sleep. It is late. I have a I have a couple killer mic clips to go through and uh that's about well, I got a Bing Carson clip too. You guys like Bing Carson? Maybe we should do that one first. Do whatever you want. I'm down to just stay up and chat. You know yeah, Ben Carson, right? The, the uh, he's the narrow. Oh yeah, Sleepy Ben. Yeah. Oh boy, do I. <laughs> Sleepy a, Ben. Yeah. He's a brain surgeon. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I'll read a couple- Damn. Sorry. Well, you had a you had a th- you had a thought on Ben Carson. No, the only thought that I had was like, isn't that interesting? As a Grey's Anatomy watcher, and I watch all of the hot neurosurgeons, and then I imagine Ben Carson operating on somebody's brain, and I'm like, he's not nearly as sexy. That's all. He's so good. Uh, well, that's pretty racist, but correct. It's not racist. It's oh. fact. <laughs> So I'll read a couple sentences from the book. Journal oh, this citizen- is uh, this is Brolf, by the way. Brolf on CNN interviewing Ben Carson. So I'll read a couple sentences from the book. German citizens were disarmed by their government in the late 1930s, and by the mid-1940s, Hitler's regime had mercilessly slaughtered six million Jews and numerous others whom they considered inferior. Through a combination of removing guns and disseminating deceitful propaganda, the Nazis were able to carry out their evil intentions with relatively little resistance. So what is the, what is the point you're trying to make if, if there had been guns in Germany... There might not have been a Holocaust. My, my point. <laughs> I like how Wolf Blitzer leads into this thinking like, oh, yeah, got him here. Look at this fucking idiot thinking that <laughs> the people armed would would help prevent a Holocaust. The fucking retard. <laughs> Sounds right to me. <laughs> Point is, they were, that was only one of the countries that I mentioned. There were a number of countries where tyranny reigned, and before it happened, they disarmed the people. That was the point. Noah Webster said, when he was talking about tyranny, that the people of America would never suffer tyranny because they are armed. So, but just clarify, if, if there had been no gun control uh, laws in Europe at that time, would six million Jews have been slaughtered? I think the likelihood of, of Hitler being able to accomplish his goals would have been greatly diminished if the people had been armed. Because they had a powerful military machine, as you know, the Nazis. I, under- I understand that. They could have simply gone in, and they did go in and wipe out whole communities. But realize there was a reason that they took the guns first. Any thoughts on that? Is Ben Carson awful here? Or I, I think he's right, but you know, I would like to hear your all's thoughts. Man, every time they come for the guns, that's when you got to be like uh... two tickets to the gun show. Hey, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the reason why you can. Uh, I don't know, you have any kind of autonomy at all. In this country, it's all backed up by that, you know. Yeah, like I'm not hearing any arguments. Truth. I'm not hearing any arguments from me, well, so I think we're all agreed. No, nobody wants to talk about it because it's inconvenient. But I don't know. I'm not. I'm not asking Without, anybody uh, to be Owen Benjamin over here. I'm not. <laughs> I played. A, I put a clip at the end of the last show of Owen Benjamin apologizing to the Jews for suggesting that there might have been less than six million people killed in the Holocaust. It was actually one billion. 
Sorry for bringing it up. <laughs> I thought the term was six gorillion. <laughs> Maybe that's a I wish I had that source. clip on hand. I'd play it. I think that's misinformation <laughs> that I read somewhere. So, it's Killer Mike. Uh, you, have you guys, I don't know if you've, you've at least listened to him probably. I've seen him live twice. Run the Jewels. Mm-hmm. You, you, are you familiar with this? This group? Yes. Not yeah. intimately. But no, you know who Killer show, Mike is. But it's like, yes, I know who that is, yeah. Yeah, so he's uh, he's a Bernie bro, but he's black and pro-gun. Like Meep is. Meep, you're black and pro-gun, right? I was just making sure she's still here, but I don't, I don't even know what's going on. I think... She- I think she dove behind the couch when she heard the uh, 40 click click. <laughs> so I honor that by continuing to be in the spirit of those farmers, you know, mm. in the in the continuance of Christmas Addicts. The first person to die in the American Revolution was a black man. You know, so for me, I would dishonor those patriots. By the way, I didn't I did not know that. Did you know that the first person to die in American in the American Revolution was a black man? I've heard that before, but I've never I've seen it on like a boomer meme, so I just never knew if it was like true or not, you know, or if it was one of those like email forward things. I, I tried to look it up because I remember never trying like to look it up. Independently uh, researched it. I tried to look it up. I, was, I think I actually. Bookmarked it seems like it. one of those things that would be hard to look up, you know. Yeah. Uh, like you search it, and maybe you get like meme sauce dot net. I got. I got. I got text from Caleb. Uh, a one of the co-hosts of the show got a text from him uh, that I just now saw from like two hours ago going like bro you are hammered <laughs> I could tell the intro was like that's that's the only thing on podcasting that being hammered helps is your intro like you can make a fucking slam an intro but then as far as stamina <laughs> it's a little tough <laughs> yeah. you know I'm looking up first person to die in the American <laughs> Revolution, and the first thing that came up was first person to die in the Boston bombing was the autofill. <laughs> I, just, I just realized that I've been trying to talk to you guys the entire time, and I've been muted. Oh, you muted there yourself. she is. I've done that. I've oh, done my that. God. Yeah, I've done that before. I was worried. Anyways, I have a lot of feelings about the Weimar Republic in regards to Ben Carson. Um, <laughs> Wait, that, that's like, family. that's like, that was like 20 minutes <laughs> ago been, we were talking. I've been trying yeah, to talk we... about that the entire time because that's where my family came from in Germany. Um, oh my goodness. Anyways, it was a lot of liberals, um, who were in that situation at the time and they weren't going to fight back because who were there to fight against the Nazis because they didn't own guns. They weren't violent people. And the only other people who were, were communists and they got crushed pretty early on in that situation. And that's a whole other discussion for another day. And I just wanted to get that out there. Uh, just, I looked I'm, it up uh, in 1770, Crispus Atticus, a black man, uh, of African and Native American descent became the first casualty of the American Revolution when he was shot and killed in what became known as the Boston Massacre. Yes, that's actually true. And so and shot, fought, shot like, heard around I the was world. trying to scream that earlier that that actually is true. They were, uh, that was the snowball thing, right? They were throwing snowballs at the dudes and then the dudes shot back at them. The yeah, coat, snowballs turned into bullets. Fuzzy exactly. red coat foreigners. Yep. Yeah. So he's like the black Ashley Babbitt, almost. 
Well, she's the dead. American Revolution <laughs> was a battle um, <laughs> of a satellite state. That was so quick. Also, just uh, like a very so concept of sovereignty. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I got just so distracted by that curry sound drop. What did you say to me? I was talking about how the American Revolution was both a battle of just like the rights of a satellite state for Great Britain and their empire, but also like a battle on the very concept of sovereignty and human rights. Wow, uh, that was the most I'm liberal s- thing I think I've ever said. Woo! Well, you know what's funny? Uh, I think, I think you've been on the show. This is what your third or fourth time being on the show. And uh-huh. I think I've heard you say this is the most liberal thing I've ever said at least three or four times. So which one was the most? She just Probably, keeps getting more, 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 more liberal. Yeah. <laughs> more and more liberal. The, this one, time. this past one. And like, in the uh, classical um, sense, though. In the classical sense. Yeah. <laughs> more, 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 more. Coachella sucks this year. Don't you have? <laughs> if people have guns, it's way harder Eric to just take over. Like, oh. He's great. Eric Andre's my idol. Do you see that? That gorilla? is deemed as more sexually attractive. <laughs> Do you see that gorilla come in his face uh, on the uh, on Bad Trip, that Netflix movie? No, uh, I missed. Oh that. yeah, Bad yeah. Trip is a great fucking. Movie. Bad Trip was up there with Bad Grandpa, directed yeah. by the same guy. Bad Grandpa is pretty funny. If I... people have guns, it's way harder. To just take over cities. Absolutely, absolutely. That shit happens absolutely. all the time absolutely. in other countries. It absolutely. does happen. Absolutely. absolutely. Where absolutely. people get occupied. It's absolutely. just, and governments turn on them and governments change the rules and put places that were democracies are no longer so. Absolutely. That's, that's real. And we're never far from it. As, as safe as you feel, you're never far from it. But you're- I think what, what we need more of is people like you that are, uh, that are a reasonable, very educated in the matter, very articulate person who comes from a, a place where they don't expect that argument to come from. Yeah, I understand. You know, th- like you think about left-wing people or Democratic people, progressive people, you always think, you know, you think about Democratic people overwhelmingly being appreciated by the black community and you always associate them with being anti-gun. Yeah. That's a common thing. So when a guy like you steps out and says, no, 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 I think it's a disservice to take this right away. Absolutely. And if I didn't support it and fight for it. I've been I've been an African American 40, 40 something years now, right? I have known Democrats primarily my entire life. I'm from the South, in particular the Southeast, Alabama, Georgia, Florida. I have never known a black male Democrat that was working class that did not own a weapon. Mm. That, that, so I'm going to follow the examples of my grandfather. I'm not going to listen to the National Party and their rhetoric about dearming the population. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like yep. that. You love to hear it. You love to hear it. Oh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, th- there's a number of black Democrat uh, representatives in the in the House here because I used to lobby a lot for weed and in the House repping. They 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 open carry. Yeah. Most Dems, like most black Dems from the city in uh-huh. particular, will I'm open carry in the capital. Literally at all. And they're not. They're not, you know, bashful about it. And I grew up either. in like the Northeast, relatively. We've had uh, constitutional carry for like at least five years now, five or six. It was like 2015, 2016 when mm-hmm. we came here. And uh, yeah, that was enough for me. Yeah, I just, it's like, like when you go into the Black Democrats, you're kind of talking about a whole, 
other sect of like the Democratic Party. Honestly. In a positive way, honestly, some of the best politicians that I follow who support the working class are black Democrats. Yeah. Is uh, that another one of the most liberal things I've ever said? Actually, I don't know. no, I just I think, think the true. most li- well, it depends what like li- liberal could mean so many different things, right? Cuz like when I think liberal like, you know, you could say Thomas Jefferson and George Washington were liberals. Ben Franklin might be Yeah, liberal. like neoliberal, you know. Well, not, not even neoliberal, but like classical liberal. No, classical liberal. Yeah, yeah, yeah neoliberal. Like a neoliberal, liberal. I consider like a pro-interventionist. Like we're going to mm-hmm. invade these countries, and I don't think any of the founding fathers were like, for that. I think yeah. they were you're closer right. to I'm Ron just Paul. Tired and drunk. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, but I, I think the most liberal thing I've ever heard you say, and I don't, uh, you know. I still I still like you and respect you, but I think the uh, most liberal thing I've ever heard you say was that you supported the vaccine mandate in mm. in in uh, New York City. That's not very liberal. That's the opposite of oh, liberal. The most liberal thing I've ever said fascist? is uh, John Locke rocks my cock. That would be the most <laughs> liberal thing I've ever said. <laughs> But it's okay. Well, the it's least like uh, thing I'll ever most... say to you is the fact that like I understand why you might be against it and why you question it. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I you are a disgusting conspiracy conspiracy theorist, Compu- and I'm not going to talk to you ever again. Well, if a lot of <laughs> if a lot of if if other people would have given that pro vaccine mandate sentiment. I would have written them off forever and been like, uh, you're a bad person. But for, with you, it's like, I know you, like, aren't, and you're not intentionally being an authoritarian. So I, you know. I can feel the fucking evil. <laughs> <laughs> it's also like, I've been living here since the pandemic, like, first broke out and the oh alleged God, here air quotes fake pandemic but yeah well sure but like um <laughs> i do want you to take into account that like it was a lot different here in new york city when it when covid was first being talked about um, i remember that uh, a lot of people left like the they stopped they couldn't listen to no agenda and they just like yeah. left the listening audience because yeah of the, because it was like they're like, you don't understand. We're in New York City, man. It's like, I'm walking it's here. like if you were, it's like if you were in front row, if you're yeah. like front, I mean, front row of the David Copperfield show and you're like, no, 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 you don't understand, man. This, this fucker like makes shit disappear. It was, um, you didn't see it. I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. And I, I really want like anyone talking about like, being against the mandates to take this into account. Like it was really fucking scary. There was so much, like, lack of information. March 2020, I had just, like, lost my job with this fucking thing. It was it was fucking terrifying. I mean, even in Tennessee, they made me uh, take... They, uh, the governor, Bill Lee's fucking retarded ass, shut down the whole state <laughs> for two weeks, man. I, I, that's the reason this podcast started, by the way, is... Yeah. Is I had Thanks weeks. a lot, Governor Reeves, you yeah. fuckhead. <laughs> Bill uh, Reeves, no Bill Lee. <laughs> Bill, None of this is good. <laughs> Bill, 
Billy uh, shut down my job for two Christopher weeks. Reeves shut down this man's job. I want to. I demand an apology. <laughs> as bad as, as I had nothing to do, and Noah and I were like, "Oh, let's finally start the podcast," because both of us aren't allowed to work because of the retarded Tennessee governor. I, I, I mean, so yeah, I. Everybody was pretty freaked out early on. Uh, yeah. But, but the, New York City was like the most statistically like people were. The most autistically. You know. It was easy. Oh, to, yeah. Autistically. Well, you guys I mean, got eight, just, you got eight million yeah. fucks on one island. It's the easiest place in the whole country to jack the numbers up. Yeah. And you I have mean, a, and you have a, from uh, that perspective, sexual and also assaulting, like, you know. Is, is it okay to call him a rapist now? Uh, Cuomo? Probably. The guy, everyone yeah, trying to actually, stab people with a needle they don't want. Yeah, this, yeah. nobody here likes. I don't want to be raped by Bill Gates' metal him. pecker. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't care how small it is. I don't care how much you say it doesn't hurt. You keep it out of my body, Mark. So fucking bad. Fucking Cuomo over here, and he's interviewing. Like, oh god, I wish I still had the clips. I think I deleted them because I I'd played them too many times. I usually after I played it something. Once or twice on the show, I wipe the delete the clip, but there's a there's multiple clips of what Chris like with a cloth or something. <laughs> there's multiple clips of Chris Cuomo interviewing <laughs> fucking Andrew, <laughs> his brother, the governor. <laughs> oh yeah, and they're playing like fucking you, on you, the uh, news footsie you, uh, with each you, other. Yeah, and it was like you. Were, oh, uh, oh, mother liked you, me best. No, mother liked me best. No, no you're you fucking were very idiot, disrespectful to our parents. You, you were actually shameful. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like they're going back and forth. You, on you this, came like, in. Your your tie was crooked, looking like a schmuck. Everybody <laughs> knows, Chris. And Barb's, uh, Bar Barb's, uh, who left earlier. We, we did a whole COVID episode, like you know, months and months ago probably six months ago and i w we came to the conclusion it was like it's either that was staged which is likely that the, the whole thing was scripted with chris cuomo and, and andrew oh cuomo yeah well, talking the any yeah. winning actors slash politician the scarier on. thing and it's possible also the scarier thing is that it wasn't scripted and that those guys are that off the fucking rails <laughs> <laughs> and they're actually well, like know, mobster families going like doing a dick measuring a little cause bit of contest. Both. <laughs> it's yeah, probably it's a little probably bit of a little bit of both. Just I mean, like all those guys, the entertainment industry. Yeah. yeah, all those guys in those positions of power—they love those fucking gangster movies and the, you know, they project all those meatball machismo images onto themselves. And yeah. I just want to say that it's not even just production. My boyfriend's dad actually speaks like that. Those people still exist. They we just had exactly one of them like on the that. show. She might have had a vagina, but yeah, she talks Barb's like that. just like no. That's just like a real. <laughs> it's just a real fucking thing. Like it's not acting. I'm walking whatsoever. here. Oh, yeah, man. yeah. I find it's myself. Just, it's a real thing. <laughs> when I I just was out east because my wife's from Massachusetts and we went out for like uh, Massachusetts massive uh, two shits and. When I go into like a fucking gas station over there or a Walmart, like when I have to run in alone and then I'm just immersed in all those people, I just like start to fall right into it, dude. I'm like, holy fuck. Holy like a lady shit. comes up to me and I'm like, yeah, uh, you know where the weed whacker stuff is? And 
Yeah, I do the same thing. You turn into like a skinny uh, yeah, Peter Griffin. I swear to God, dude, it's like it's just like it just <laughs> fucking comes out of my Peter mouth. Griffin. <laughs> Somebody's like coming, uh, scooching down the aisle, I'm like podding. I like moving Pod. like podding. Pod. Yeah, Pod no, it's kid. fine, Spencer. I I do the same thing in New York. I'm like, hey, like, <laughs> like I'm a fucking just trying to find this on uh, aisle twelve. You know, <laughs> blame it on the Gemini, I guess. I don't know what the fuck you gonna do. <sighs> okay, uh. Just to plow through these, because I, like I said, I really don't want to do a part three on this gun show. Next time we'll have no, a new topic. Just keep Killer Mike. I felt like you got kind of crucified, just because of the timing, especially of the way yeah. that interview got released. It was right on the same day as that march, the anti-gun yeah, march. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, you know, I didn't have any control over. But, yeah. yeah. Such is life. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't call it crucified because I'm not dying for y'all niggas seeing. Y'all don't want to own guns? Fine, nigga. Cool. I got plenty of them. You know what I'm saying? I got <laughs> yeah. them. My wife got them. My kids shoot them. You know, that the hill I'm shooting it down. You don't want them? Fine by me. No problem, right? What I did was get tied to the whipping post. You know, in the South, we got something called a whipping post in the days of slavery. The most rebellious or outspoken slave will get tied to the whipping post. You get to, you know, you get the tar beat out you. And afterwards, you have to go heal up for two, three days. But basically, everyone got to watch you be whipped so they can say, I don't, uh, I just don't want that to happen to me. And that's what happened. What you saw was a black man speak to another black man about the issues of the black community and what the gun has meant to us. Uh, I, I guess I should have set this clip up better. He, uh, Killer Mike is talking about going on uh, that black dude from the NRA on his show. There's a Colin, is it Colin, what's his name? Colin Noir? Am I right about that? So black dude, NRA guy. Yeah, and, uh, he's like a buff dude. Yeah, I know, Colin, I know who Colin you're talking Noir. about. Yeah, I don't remember his name. his name. He's a he's a. I have no idea. Colin Noir. I, I yeah, I just googled it to confirm. Yes, uh, Colin Noir, black uh, African American, ADOS, uh, gun rights activist who works for the NRA, and has a show. And Killer Mike came and talked to him, just like. He came and talked to Bernie Sanders, and Killer Mike was just completely attacked for even talking to somebody that was, whoa, you're kind of drunk. Yeah. <laughs> even talking to somebody that was pro NRA. Oh, we got something called a whipping post in the days of slavery. And so that's what he's talking about here is, uh, it's, it's like, let's chastise you for even daring to have this opinion or talk to these people. Because the, we'll make an example out of you. Anyone Bernie Sanders is going to be shut down. Yeah. Well, even Hillary attacked. I think we played it on the last gun show. Meep. This is Hillary attacking Bernie Sanders for being not anti-gun enough. Hmm. Post in the days of slavery, I mean, the most rebellious, yeah. outspoken. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, no, it's just. Oh, Bernie. Oh, Bernie. Uh, Bernie. Never going to happen. Yeah, Bernie was such a disappointment. What a, I, I met well, him, fun fact. Okay, let's hear this story real quick. This is like when Patriot I Jay went, was on. He's like, yeah, I hung out with Ted Cruz. I didn't <laughs> hang out with Bernie Sanders, but I did meet him and AOC, who I have mixed feelings about, and I use that as kind of like a euphemism of <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with them anymore. Uh, uh, wait, AOC is... It's I, not I don't racist, think, it's a fact! I was about to say, AOC's not I mixed in that way, is she? Or, I don't know. She's probably yes. Uh, she's half mixed. white at she's least. She's probably white, half Hispanic, half yeah. Latina. Um, it's Latinx. I 
Well, if you remember, like, the birdie is back <laughs> rally in Queens. I went to that and I actually shook hands with him. I met him. And I felt like, oh yeah, so many different varieties of people from all sorts of like walks of life are united and like changing like America and rallying. You, against, wait, did like, you just elite. say are united? I mean, it felt like that when yeah. you were there. That's, that's I the right. I asked all the douchebags. No agenda. Are you united? Are you united? What? Uh, uh it's a uh, it's a no agenda joke over here. Oh, Ooh. are you united? Cut out for all cash, baby. <laughs> Sorry. <We're> at- <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of basically right. the story. Is that like I touched his suit coat and shook his hand, and it was it was crazy, and said hi. It's know, like uh, Sanders. Did it take the magic out of it? No. I had a couple jokes I was going to make. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I still love Bernie. I will forever. Even though he sold out. That. Do even you love though Bernie he, or he, do you love like even though what he, he says he believes? Because that second thing makes more sense to me. But like Bernie spreads his cheeks every cycle, right? Yeah. For like, it's He's like, just a guy that's oh, there to. Me, he's there to do exactly what you just said. He's there to get yeah. everybody like you who believes in actual good shit all into this one little cluster, fundraise off of them, ditch them when the primaries are over, and give all of that money to whoever the Dems select by their corrupt process. In this case, case Biden. And and here's exactly what happened during He did it with with Hillary. Hillary, Um, literally, in the WikiLeaks, it came out. Hillary stole the election from Bernie. The election was stolen from Bernie. It was absolutely 100% Verified stolen. And what from did Bernie. he say? And he, Bernie he was like, he said, "Hey, everybody, make sure you yeah, you should vote Hillary. for her." And then, yeah, yeah. And we then, just need spending, to rally against Trump. Yeah, the totally same thing fucking happened four years later with Biden huh. and Biden and and Bernie yeah. and Biden were the two people debating on the stage. And what was the yeah. first thing out of Bernie's stupid fucking? Mouth? I love. I like Bernie yeah. in some ways, but like, yeah, I'll say it. The the one the first thing out of Bernie's dumb fucking retard mouth was. Yeah. I love, I like Joe. Joe's a great guy. He's my best friend. And, he's a straight uh, shooter. He's a straight shooter. He's, and, yeah. and if, and if it's between him and Trump, vote for him. Vote for Joe. Fuck you, Bernie, you motherfucking yeah, he, well, dumb no. fuck. Everybody uh-huh. like loves Bernie. He's this like personification of these ideals that he doesn't believe in, that he doesn't fight for, that he's never fought for. He's never fought for his own name. Or his own campaign. I he just plays the script. He just plays the script. Podcast for it. Um, sometimes I, I, I honestly do agree with what you guys are saying and the fact that he simped for Hillary and then um, Biden in like rallying against Trump. And I have, <laughs> I'm always gonna say mixed feelings. Um, follow the money. Fuck your feelings. Follow the no, money. Totally. I mean, you can have mixed um, feelings, and that's one. <laughs> you know, I was in the same traps too. In 2008, I went and saw Barack Obama speak on my college campus. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, this is gonna be the new great new Hope deal, bro. Change. I was like, I was like, you know, and my parents had lost their asses in the housing bubble, you know, so. But- I was Bernie in that great depression that mindset. Still, um, I'm like, this guy's going to save us. Structure bill that sticks out to me, um, and that he's still trying to at least. It's the most left wing that the Democratic Party is going with those social causes, and I still respect that. 
And that's kind of the extent of it, you know? And I imagine, like, if I were a politician and I were in his position, what would I be doing when trying to do the best that I possibly could? And Bernie is at least, at least like, Oh, he's he's, he's working. He's getting toward well, that fourth house. It's to, coming. I think to, next cycle will be the fourth exactly. house. Yeah. And, and uh, it's so yeah, easily, I, I agree. He's like, out there hitting I, the streets I watch pretty the hard. Path that AOC is on, he isn't there. You know, he's not oh AOC is on the house of cards pack. Like AOC, AOC AOC is on the fast track. Yeah, AOC is on the he's fast a, track to be Frank Underwood's wife on House of Cards. He's a different uh, part of the casting, Matt, you know. Yeah. He could never be um, cast in that role because he doesn't have the ass for it, you know? Exactly. And to bring it back but, like, full circle, yeah. just to tie it back into guns, because how we got on Bernie is Hillary and uh, I, I want to say Obama even did this, but for sure Hillary, for sure Kamala for sure Joe Biden all attacked but Hillary attacked the hardest attacked Bernie on not being hard enough on gun rights like it was like he he wants people to be able to have the freedom to own guns can you believe this guy to the point where Bernie even caved in on it and reversed some of his rhetoric about gun rights Crazy. but uh to go back to here's a uh, I got one more clip after this, but this is continuing the second to last clip. Killer Mike. Kids shoot them. You know, that's the hill I'm choosing to die You don't want them? Fine by me. No problem, right? What I did was get tied to the whipping post. You know, in the South, we got something called a whipping post in the days of slavery. The most rebellious or outspoken slave would get tied to the whipping post. You get to, you know, you get the tar beat out you. And afterwards, you can stay here two, three days. But basically, everyone <laughs> got to watch you be whipped. So they can say, I don't, uh, I just don't want that to happen to me. And that's what happened. What you saw was a black man speak to another black man about the issues of the black community and what the gun has meant to us. I mean, Killer Mike talks about being whipped here, but he's clearly in in historical context, the being whipped in in regards to the African-American plight in American society. But if he really knew about being whipped, like he's clearly not married because that's really being whipped. <laughs> what the gun has meant to us in matters of our freedom, we did it on a platform that people didn't like. And then a bunch of black folk who worked for the people we didn't like came out and said, oh, bosses, show you just going to be in troubles. And, and, and we chose to say, all right, my nigga, <laughs> you know what I mean? As long as I got my gun. I don't give a fuck about what you care about me or your opinion of me is. I'm not going to get caught without a gun shit the last days will follow us tomorrow. I'm Bet. <laughs> Bet. <laughs> All right, last, last clip from Killer Mike here, and then we can uh, talk about it and wrap I can actually just intervene with, like, a quick, like... Yeah. There's such an element of privilege of being anti-gun and never having been around a hood your entire life. Word. Yeah. Yeah, that that grinds my gears too because there's not really a, <laughs> like if you're a grown ass man around like the places I've lived in the last five years, people will look at you weird if you don't have you know like <laughs> they'll be like why are you not yeah if you're not strapped you in, it's like what, what the fuck is I know they're like you. are you from around this, here I might be yeah. arguing against my own position on this to bring it up but. Uh, I, I know for a fact Meep did not hear our uh, New Year's Eve live stream on the No Agenda stream where we had all the different oh, people yeah. on. 
can you do you want to tell her about the uh wow. blast? Oops. There's a good one. You hear that one? That was oh. a nine. That was a nine for sure. That was probably two streets over. There's the thirty round clip, dude. You hear that? What about the aminals? <laughs> yes. Oh shit, that's where that clip comes from. Uh, yeah, so I still you're, had that on the board, but yeah. So you're that was you're, the New Year's Eve. The to to the just, point where uh, you can make sure that your kids are in the basement because so many rednecks around you. I don't want to put words yeah. in your mouth, but so many rednecks well, around they're you not are rednecks. <laughs> there's still rednecks around here. Well, there is around here. <laughs> it's all. Uh, it's all. Uh, it's all hood motherfuckers shooting guns in the air, man. Oh, so Ain't they're no not white? At least in my area, no. Really? I am like, my zip code's like 83% black. No shit. Okay, I didn't know yeah. that part. Yeah, New York City, it's just fireworks. Yeah, fireworks, I live in the inner fireworks, city of Kansas fireworks, City. It's not even, because I can tell the difference between guns and fireworks. It's just fireworks. Yeah, but no, it's like, so. We have a little well, bit go of ahead, both, yeah, run through, it's run through, because I, I know Meep hasn't heard exactly why you have to shelter in the basement on New Year's Eve's and well, 4th of July. Yeah, do tell me. Here in the city, it's kind of, it's First like... First of all, like what city? Kansas Atlanta? City. Kansas, Kansas City. Okay. Mm-hmm. KC, Missouri side. So Kansas City is weird too because there's two Kansas cities and one is kind of small on the Kansas side and that's where like the speedway is and then pretty much everything else is in Missouri with very few exceptions. So like the... The big city, if you actually go to Kansas City, like downtown, that's all Missouri. The football and baseball stadiums, all that stuff's on the Missouri side. And I live, like, right by the zoo. And, uh, yeah, 4th of July and New Year's Eve are the two days of the year where it's just celebratory gunfire for, like, an hour to two hours once it gets dark. It's just, like... It's just going full bore like that. And then there's also M80s, so it just sounds like a war zone. But I've caught two through my shingles, two bullet holes since living here. I've been here five wow. years. And they're bl- and they're so, just blasting straight into the air pretty much. Yeah, they just shoot straight up indiscriminately. Not bl- uh, and like, all not over blanks, too, they're like just shooting real bullets, right? Yeah, just shooting rounds. I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't know where to bu- I don't know where to buy blanks, and I guarantee nobody else around here does either. Like, yeah. where do you get blanks? No, that's like primarily. You just buy a box of honestly, bullets. Honestly, a film and... thing. <laughs> you don't. You just right. know other reasons. Yeah, I mean, even Alec Baldwin can't figure out where to get blanks. I guess. Yeah, they're pretty. <laughs> hey, that's the supply first chains, joke, man. So... Supply chains. Supply chains. <laughs> Where's the guy gonna get a fake bullet? You know, you gotta use oh the real shit. God. It's cheaper in this uh... economy. <laughs> All right, let's go. Yeah, clip. That, oh, that, go ahead, sir. That shit's why I have to. I got to bring my kids. If we stay here, I usually try and to get you, out of the city for those two yeah, nights. Before and we stay get off this, dad, real but, quick, didn't uh, I? I know I've heard you and Lorian talk about it on Bull After Bull. There is a uh, there's a death toll like every year from people doing that too in Kansas City, right? There's a number of um, people, including a couple of different little kids that have got killed by bullets coming down. Because you got a bunch of retards just shooting guns in the air, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, the the latest victim, I can't remember her name, but, like, her name is the name of a 
bill they keep trying to pass that like cracks down harder on celebratory gunfire. But straight up, like the cops here, they even tweet about it, which I think is totally ignorant. They're like, we're all moving underneath the bridges to get out of the gun, you know? So they're just like, they're not even going out and stopping people shooting up in the air. They literally hide their pussy asses under overpasses. <laughs> you know? I do think that's It's like important. the one fuckers in the city that are supposed to be out there, like, doing something about this shit, hide under bridges like little bitches. Well, I, 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 I won't do understand think it's, that uh, part. I, I do think it's important for somebody who is super pro-gun, like you are, Spencer, to point out, like, how there should be some regulations on retards doing shit with guns. Well, every... Yeah. Every it's, it's argument, any kind of, any kind of anti-gunner, any argument they have that they want to prevent, they want to prevent things that are already against the law, even if we allow guns. They want to prevent right. things like exactly. school shootings, murders, uh, celebratory gunfire, carelessness, all of this shit that I'm also against, and I'm armed to the teeth, but, you know, exactly. you can... A but gun is a tool have, like, and a weapon, but not a toy. Yeah. No. They, now, well, Bernie it's, Sanders it's like is you, a tool. It's like a you said, me. They have the privilege of having to live outside ever needing one, you know, aside from the security guys that are yeah, all around exactly. them that they never see, you know, that, like, don't exist, including they've all these anti-gun politicians who are guns. surrounded they've, by... They've never held a gun. They've never fired a gun. They've never heard a gun. It's just there's such distance between the two people's... The pe- two people having those conversations. <laughs> All right, last killer mic clip here, and uh, then we can uh... never have a part three. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm always down <laughs> to do another episode with you and me, but I'm not saying that. But as far as the guns uh-huh. as a topic, uh, I think we need to just get over this one. Killer mic clip four. It should end. Fifty-five years free. <laughs> I. <laughs> I hit the play button right when you hit that it should end uh, Trump clip, and I was like, what the fuck? I don't remember clip. I think this. there's a slight delay or something on what, when I'm trying to slide them in, but I'm trying. <laughs> no, but it was like right when I opened the clip and Windows Media That's enough. popped up. It's like, oh, shit, I pulled Trump clips? And then I was like, oh. God, wait. that man is funny. He really is. We're 55 years free, black people. You ain't got to do the math. <laughs> well, I mean, well you're, you're talking about after Jim Crow and so forth? Yeah. You know, 55 the Emancipation years. Proclamation happened. Yeah, the mass, that, that didn't free us. The Emancipation Proclamation happened in 19, 1865. Yeah. We were free for all of seven years until Reconstruction ended, and then you saw the rolling in of Jim Crow. Yeah. And then with the rolling in of Jim Crow, so you say from 1865 to about 1872, black people enjoyed the ability to be a part of politics, enjoyed business and commerce. My wife is from South Carolina, I mean, from Savannah, Georgia. Her family's from Hilton Head, South Carolina. Those islands were owned by black people. And slowly development and law has taken and taken from the Geechee and Gullah people. So, yeah, we were free seven years after slavery. Then you had 70 years of Jim Crowism, essentially, 60, 70 years. And now we've been free a total of 55 years. Show me any other ethnic group in the world that is 55 years into freedom that would be willing to give up the legal right to own a weapon. And I'll show you an ethnic group that will soon be enslaved or genocide will be inflicted upon them. That says it all right there, Mopey. Yeah. No doubt. He's 100% correct. And that, and it, and uh, just to, just to sh- flash my white privilege here for a second, I, it's really, it, it really is easy for, it, it's just so easy to forget that 
yet ADOS, like American Descendants and Slavery, they really are only 60 years out of, out of oppression. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to forget that. And I think that's, yeah. uh, it, it's important to remind ourselves that, um, I know, I, I mean, I know you're, you get, you, uh, Spencer, you're black, so you, you understand how it is, but. I'm, um, <laughs> one of the blackest dudes you might know, actually. Now that I think oh, about it. So far tonight, I'm average. <laughs> you're average in, in, uh, melanin. And black Average melanin. No, but no. In all seriousness, I do think that's. Uh, Wait, I'm confused, Spencer. Are you mixed or like? I have several moles. <laughs> oh, okay. God. If you must, if you must oh my know. God. All right, so you're white. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm white. I guess as they call it. <laughs> Caucasian. I'm half. I, I'm half <laughs> Swedish. I. I uh. I'm half white mutt. At First Baptist Church, they would pick every month a. Uh, in the youth group, a person of the month and put their favorite candy and favorite color and favorite thing on this board and like give them gifts. And, you know, we had like probably close to a hundred people, at least 50, if not a hundred people in the youth group. And just cause I was, I, you know, I've been a troll since birth. So in like fucking, you know, seventh, eighth grade, they asked, you know, what's your favorite color, blah, blah, blah. And put it on the on the board for the whole youth group to see on the wall. And it said, "What's your favorite color?" And I put Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually put it on the fucking wall, dude. And there was this <laughs> brother. There was this black chick that was visiting the first time there, and so it's like favorite color Caucasian. And she looks at me, and then in the picture of me with my favorite color saying Caucasian. <laughs> And then it's like you're trying to fuck with us. Yeah. Oh God. But no, I, I, uh, I, I, I do think, uh, despite my fucking poor attempts at trolling throughout my life, I do think it is important for everyone to acknowledge the, cause it's, it's easy to not realize it. And killer Mike puts it into great perspective here where the, American descendants of slavery really went through some shit and it's not, it yes. seems like it's a long time. It seems like a long time ago, but really, yeah. I mean, you're looking at 60, 55, 60 years ago until there was actually equal, equal rights. Yeah. Uh, and it's like most of our grandparents and our parents remember a time where racial inequality was just the norm. And that's crazy. Oh yeah, my I mean like I said at the beginning of the show, my my uh grandparents were in their 90s when they died, like 98 and 96 mm-hmm. I think. On my dad's side. And uh we had a uh ha- I mean she obviously wasn't a slave, but we had a housekeeper. Is wow. like a uh, black and they treated her like I don't know, it it was it's just a weird dynamic growing up like yeah. uh, just it is like they Cause they, it was like, um, they didn't treat her, I don't know, like it just from their time period, they didn't treat her well as far as like how they talked to her and anything like that. And it's just, it's even remnants of that, like kind of echoed into, uh, like just careers for, uh, African Americans. So yeah, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, 
There's a lot of it's to. I know I'm not usually preachy on the show, but I think that is a important thing to keep in mind. I 100 percent agree. Yeah, Maybe hey, that's I'm one of the more liberal Chris, things. I'm supposed to bring say. the sappy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> when are we doing no, another but, misinformation? But right, by the way, right. Spencer, I haven't. Oh, that's I've a been, good question. I haven't been I on there know. in a while. I haven't been. Boobs has been running around and like literally everything else on the stream this week. He's been on the stream every night so far. He's going on Hog Story tomorrow. He's going on Hog Story again? I thought so. Damn, whose dick is he sucking? He's on there like every two weeks and I'm on there every two years. Uh, uh, when's the last time you asked to be on Hog Story? I never asked. That's the problem. That's it. Yeah. A bunch of, a bunch of guys, a bunch of us ask. A bunch oh. of us beg Fletcher. We like crawl down there. I was trying to get Hogstory to get Dean Reiner on. Uh, I don't think, I don't, they didn't seem that interested though. I was like, you, you guys would love oh, to have Dean on. I agree. They just don't know yet. It's like I try to tell them about getting a node and then, you know, same thing. <laughs> they just don't know Dude, yet. Dude, even just they had Adam the on answer. and Adam couldn't even convince him to get a node set up, so. Uh, Adam embarrassed <laughs> him enough that, uh. <laughs> Has it happened? <laughs> well, they've, they've, uh, I got them onto a wallet at least. I think I can figure out a way to just give them a wallet off of my node though. I'm gonna work on it as soon as I get Lorian's node up. Oh shit, well if you can do that, I'll, uh, I'll pay you to set me up one then. <laughs> Cause I... That's what I'm gonna try and just figure out. Cause enough people are like, they're just like, no, Ed. I, I don't want to drive a car. I'd rather just ride at, the bus. I started looking into it and I was like, man, this is, I mean, I have I have some free time, but I don't have that much free time. It's my problem. Umbral is the easiest way you can do it so far that I've found, which is why I think half of the nodes that are in use are umbrals. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. But Oh, it's by the way, well, before we wrap this up, I did have uh, an interesting anecdote. Uh, as you know, one of my jobs is at a liquor store, and I have there have been more and more people coming in sometimes without even me bringing it up that are no agenda producers. That are what producers? No agenda. Uh, the best podcast in the universe. Yeah. We're all talking. Yeah. But, uh, this is, I'm mainly talking to Spencer here because we're nerding out, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's wild. It's like, uh, like, you know, old, like veterans, you know, uh, dudes with like, uh, you know, Air Force veterans and all kinds, all kinds of different people, uh, come in. Yeah. And they, anyways, I, I think way more people listen to No Agenda than we think do. This is my point. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dave has speculated that they can't get an accurate number, but that they're probably crossing a, a million a week. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually asking Dave on, because uh, Alex Jones, even though when he popped up on this podcast, Alex Jones said, yeah, I'm going to be, uh, <laughs> it's like, I'll come on any time you guys want, was his exact quote, I believe. And oh, yeah, once I remember. I, once I push further into that, it was, uh, well, give him, give him your, uh, weekly listen count. And so I was trying to hit up Dave Jones about like, how, okay, how do I actually tell how many people are listening? And he was like, there's really no way. <laughs> I was like, shit. There's no accurate way to do it yeah. technically. Yeah. Uh, so you just tell him you get 
120,000 engagement. <laughs> CPM. What, I, what uh, I've been doing on, to, on, on, to calculate on my numbers because looking at square, I mean, we're just getting your inside baseball here. Maybe we should wrap the show. CPM and then of 150,000. Yeah. Weekly engagement total uh, shares. That's what I would say. <laughs> Get this those fucking babies vaccinated. I am at risk. You. I've learned my lesson. I'm never, ever, ever going to smoke weed again. Are you anti-abortion? Our delegation is duly bound to cast 10 votes. Because I'm uncle abortion. How about I knock you up and we get rid of the dang thing? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, th- this is a, let's wrap this show up and then Spencer, you and I can talk for a second. But uh, this has been... Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like running out of steam. Yeah, no, I... I <laughs> we're, we're starting to talk... We're, inside Baseball can only go on too long on an, on an actual show. Uh, this is uh, this has been Absent Six Pack, episode 115. Earlier today, you heard ASC Riley, Ace Riley, and Digi, formerly, the artist formerly known as Digi Bro, Trixie. Uh, we did, we did, and then, and then what else happened today? We did, uh, beep, beep, meep and barb, beep, beep, uh, barb, beep, uh. We had meep and barbs on the show. And Sir Spencer, thank you for coming in last minute. Happy to do it. Uh, bar, uh, barbs, we already plugged her sh- shit because she already has shit and shit and uh, meep. Where can people find you? Where can they t- figure out what you're getting up to? Yeah, I'm at Existentialist on Twitter. That's the, next. the only place you can find me. It's X-E-S Existentialist. And, we, so. and why don't I'm you gonna... have a TikTok? I have a TikTok, but it's my <laughs> TikTok. Um, I use it for my makeup business, so I'm not gonna link it to here, cause I'm smart. I think it's actually, um, if you wanna find me on TikTok, I think it's the same username. I have a shitpost account of just me being an e-girl. So, if you're not curious and wanna see my boobies. <laughs> I like boobies. It doesn't like boobies. Uh, damn. I like boobies I a lot. Oh, I should've had or could it be her massive stripper titties? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. She wasn't wearing I like anything. With big giant oh, tits and big asses. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think that I think we can wrap any, it here. It any might... whore. Any whore. Any who. Any whore. Horton here. Wait. <laughs> Where the fuck did you get that sound bite? <laughs> Long that's story. Not my personal, that's not my personal <laughs> homemade things, man. <laughs> that's not how you open a can of pickles. It's <laughs> an Alex Jones quote for everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm up over... Uh, I'm at like 550 something Alex Jones sound bites, but I I end up using like the same 20. <laughs> <laughs> There's some that are just too good not to just use all the time. Yeah. All right, I think I'm gonna hop off. I'm definitely at my limit. Yes, thank you for hanging out, and uh, yes. we will talk to you soon. That's Meep, Meep, 
of the Twitter. Meep from Twitter. God. God. Good to meet you. Meep fucking. Good to meet you. I need a new fucking name. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, the first just time, a new fucking. the first time we did the episode, I put in a, it's like a, meep, meep. Yeah, that hit the roadrunner meep, 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 and I even lost that clip. Meep, meep. Uh, uh, sorry. Aww, that's so sad. But, um, it's good to talk to you, ends. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Good night. See, I don't think Roadrunner meep, meep. I think meep, 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 Nickelodeon. <laughs> uh, she's, she's okay. She's pretty cool. I like her. She's okay. She's okay. Chris says she's okay. <laughs> she's all right. Absent a six pack. B S N A six the number P A C K dot com. Is that funny? It's pretty funny.